0: Watch the update required podcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST on YouTube. How you guys doing? How you doing today? Thank you for feeling. Thank you for being here, everybody. We had an eventful week. Summer has finally kicked in, but the Academy. Um it's been really hot. I don't know in your area of the world, but it's been hot. It's been hot, hot. up in here.
1: A little hot last few days. Had my AC running got that hooked in it's uh we were up over 30 again this morning that's celsius people so that's like that's a, yeah because like our american listeners viewers are going to be like 30 what are you fucking complaining about it's like no you don't know just it's hot
0: I, i'm not sure what that is in free units out. but let's like- find out
1: I, okay 31 celsius in denominators uh yeah. is let's find out yeah because it was okay. So that's 87.8 Fahrenheit. Now, according to my phone, the real feel, yeah. so that's with like the environment, was 34, which is actually 93.2 Fahrenheit. So, not bad. Last summer, we had a crazy heat wave. Uh, for like a week and we got up to like 107.6 Fahrenheit sort of yeah. stuff. That's like 42 Celsius. I wanted to die. It lasted yeah. about a week and I legitimately just wanted to end my shit. Because like,
0: we're in the Pacific Northwest do that and like, this isn't a fucking weather podcast. I'm sorry, everybody, <laughs> but I'm not, it's, I'm not sorry. It's, it's knowledge.
1: We're dropping. Yeah, knowledge.
0: It's really <laughs> humid here. So like, you just feel like you're yeah. in a wet set of clothes and then you go outside and then the heat just slaps you in the face And And then you you just like... Yeah, I'm not going out for anything. I'm just like no. I'm going to stay in where it's air conditioned. Uh we have like I have peeps out there that don't have <laughs> air conditioning and that's not a norm and it's just like dude, that sucks to suck. Like my buddy
1: Brody couldn't get his hands on an air conditioner during that like ridiculous heat wave last summer. He was like looking, he couldn't get a second hand one online and I oh, was yeah. just like how how are you living? Like do you just have a kiddie pool in your living room filled with ice and beer cuz I don't understand how else you I remember exist.
0: when I lived in the city and my apartment that was downtown didn't have air conditioning so like I would rig up some ghetto shit like I would get one of those foam coolers and then put ice in it and then like cut a hole for a fan and yeah. it was hot like that doesn't that does jack shit but it does like probably like 3% of a difference and that 3% is worth it and you're just like, I'll take it I'll take whatever I can get yeah you'll take anything at that yeah, point cuz this is hell uh yeah other than weather news uh there was a Nintendo mini direct today uh I asked you in the chat if you have seen it uh and out of two votes one yes one no so split right down the middle split right down the middle with our huge audience i'm joking. even split yeah you guys are uh, we love you guys yeah, thanks for, you. yeah thanks, thanks for voting
1: yeah for, thanks for um voting. thanks for doing that for us um i watched it you said you watched it you were still half asleep i
0: watched it live i woke my ass up and i know i promised on uh my youtube channel that i would stream it live that did not happen um so i was <laughs> kind of in bed and i was just like yeah Save. Yeah,
1: the required podcast. we don't keep our promises that's true just want you to know that
0: in life in relationships <laughs> just anywhere don't keep promises.
1: yeah ask our long line of exes. um say whatever you us. can <laughs>
0: to get the answer that you want promise whatever and then once you get the thing dip just dip
1: <laughs> yeah just dip that's that's you know that's how i know your mother raised you right yeah because that's just that's good life advice if you wanna like narcissistically manipulate people. Um I I enjoyed the direct. How did you, in your stupor, in your morning stupor, how did you feel about the mini
0: direct? For me, like, cause they 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 set the expectations pretty well. They're like, this is a mini direct, this is all third party. And I was kind of like, okay, well, like what could possibly be announced? Cause I'm not really on the in for Nintendo stuff. Um, I haven't had a Switch in a while. I might get another one um for a couple of games. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like some of the stuff I'm just like, oh, like that game's been out for a while. I'm like, that's cool that it's coming to the Switch. Uh, like kind of like the Near Automata. That, w- that was a cool one. Um, Which is like- funny
1: because that game's from like 2017. But mm-hmm. the, Sw- the Switch is just a good home for those games, right? Like there's been so many like re-releases of like slightly remastered 360 games and stuff that have actually done quite well on the Switch. Because it's still exciting just to like take that game on the go
0: yeah like i think what i forget is that for a lot of people the switch is their main console so tons of people yeah so like i can like it might be like oh like we've already had these games for a while but those people haven't so that's a fucking win for them like they're just like they're not having to rely on just like the nintendo bangers they're getting some of these third-party ones and a lot of people might be quick to shit on that and be like oh that game's four five years old It's like yeah whatever like so And like, depending
1: what you play, like I've I know people and I've definitely like heard from other people that they own the switch, they own, let's say, a PlayStation or an Xbox and their attitude is still like if it comes out on switch, I buy it on switch first before any other console, because that's the one I can take with me. So yeah. I think it really depends how much you how much you value the experience of being able to take your games on the go, right? Exactly. So for someone like myself, if I like I play ninety percent, if not more, of my Switch gameplay while it's docked on a monitor, anyways, then yeah, I'm probably going to buy the game on a PC or an Xbox if I can, where I'm going to get better performance out of it. But yeah, I think there's two classes of gamers that are very excited when those those older games drop onto the Switch, which is the people that only own a Switch and the people that really prioritize being able to take their games on the go with them
0: yeah and there, like there was some other cool stuff that was announced uh i'm not like i think the swordman could probably answer this but like i'm not in the swordman's one of our commenters uh one of our followers for those listening to this later on um like Persona 5, like the Persona games. I haven't played any of those, but apparently that's a big fucking deal that like they're all coming to like the new consoles or the, mm-hmm. the current gen consoles. Oh, it's a huge deal, yeah. Um. So I, again, that that announcement, I was like, great. That's cool that like they didn't leave the Switch out of this equation. They, like, well, it was they interesting because
1: I think everybody knew it was coming too and they kind of saved it for the end of the mini direct as like mm-hmm. their one more thing, Apple style announcement of like, oh, here's our finale persona. And like, yeah, to be fair, like persona has a massive cult following, right? Like really dedicated fan base. Yeah, I have just a, not my a good friend. Of, I agree. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't play,
0: no
1: I don't play Democrat. a ton of, ton of JRPGs. I like JRPGs. Like I like the classic final fantasies and stuff. I'm definitely not against them. It was, I thought this, uh, this mini direct to me felt kind of, uh, Japanese content heavy for sure. But that's pretty typical for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I think those those developers, a lot of them, they, that's why they have these publishing deals and stuff worked out with Nintendo, right? Like, I think the sort of people that buy Nintendo consoles, as we've seen, really like Monster Hunter. And I don't know that Monster Hunter would be a super successful game on PlayStation or Xbox. And I don't mean that in a negative sense about Monster Hunter. I think it would do better on PlayStation than it would on Xbox, for the record. Um, but I think it's really at home on the Switch, and I understand why Capcom has kind of made that not a Switch exclusive, but like a Switch-focused series of games, for sure. Um, I was really interested in out of the blue, and I'm just going to throw this one out there because there were so many freaking JRPGs. But there was one about two thirds of the way through the mini direct that was called something like Valerian or something, and it was by Square Enix, and uh, that one looked really cool. Was that the Stardew it just,
0: Valley like farming? Uh... It didn't
1: look like, but it looked like, like very action orientated. Like it looked like a Final Fantasy game. I think there might have been farming involved, but hmm. there was also like I just remember the tagline being like, start your new quest in blah, blah, blah. And I was like, (laughs) you know what? I think I actually want to. And then it wasn't until the very end of the trailer that they threw up the Square Enix splash. And I was like, ah, that makes a ton of sense to me, right? Because it just had that, like, I was like, is this a dragon quest? Like, what is this? This has that classic Final Fantasy style JRPG feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that they've taken the mainline final fantasy series so far towards real time combat. And now they're launching other series like this one that kind of look more like old final fantasy, but they're not under the final fantasy. It is funny that
0: little, yeah, that what they've done there. Yeah. Like watching this, I was just like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I kind of think that, um, like switch developers know the switch audience. So, like, when all of those games do very successful on the Switch, you're going to see just so many of them. And, like, Monster Hunter, I'm like, people, again, they're just like, you like Souls games, you'll love Monster Hunter. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I pick it up, and I'm like, I don't love this. (laughs) It's just like, I don't get it. It's not for me. I'm not the demographic. Um, But, yeah, I feel like, like, every time I see a Switch thing, there's something about Monster Hunter. And I'm like, dude, how many of those games are there? Or is it just all DLC? There's a bunch. Yeah. Well, this is
1: just an expansion, and I actually thought... That's funny that you touched on that, because I thought during the trailer for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, I believe is the name of yeah. it, I thought that Sunbreak was the sequel to Monster Hunter Rise. But what it actually is is just like a giant expansion to Monster Hunter Rise. Um, right. Sure. I... I <laughs> I I don't. We're enthusiastically
0: like we're happy for all the Monster. We're happy for
1: the people that care for sure, and like I, I don't mean this in a negative way at all. There was a bunch of friends of mine in the past that have said I should play Monster Hunter, and I can't even, uh, you know, as James did, there be like, hey. It's not for me. I don't know. I've actually never touched a monster hunter game. Maybe it really is for me. I'm, monster I'm just hunter saying
0: curious, is what you're trying to say. That's where I'm at.
1: And I actually like I feel like the trailer for Sunbreak did look really good. And they mm-hmm. opened with that. And it was it was a showpiece for sure. And I definitely was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I do want to give a, a crack at the old <laughs> monster hunter game here. But it comes down to just for me, as you guys know. Like I have what five Different platforms, or I don't know, something stupid. A lot of platforms and a lot of games, and my backlog's very long. And then I have friends like Jimmy here who just like drops a bunch of old Star Wars game <laughs> codes and Batman codes in my lap here and there. So it's like the backlog just keeps growing. Yeah. So it's weird because it's not that Monster Hunter doesn't look super cool. It's just never looked cool enough that I've been like, okay, drop everything. I'm playing this. And it's almost like a game needs to be at that level now. To even get into the list at all, because there's just already so much shit that I need to go back and play.
0: Yeah, it's great that this just popped up in the background here. So Super Bomberman. Oh yeah, R2. good transition. Um, I didn't like. I don't know if this is like a, another Wii U port or is this like a brand new game? It was a coming. brand new
1: game. So brand that's new cool. Game.
0: I loved Bomberman as a kid, so I thought that was really cool. I was
1: just gonna ask that. I was gonna be like, "Were you a Bomberman kid?"
0: Yeah, that was probably like. The biggest announcement for me was the Bomberman was Bomberman. I was like, I think it probably was for a lot of people. I was like, I would play the shit out of that. The Mega Man collection. I was like, eh. I was like that's cool but like it was a yeah, lot I'm, of I went from
1: here to oh I don't give a shit because it was this turn based combat Mega Man shit exactly. that they're showing right now right? Yeah. so I was like oh my god a whole bunch of cool Game Boy Advance Mega Man games but I didn't really know about these games and the fact that they were turn based in particular so then as soon as the gameplay cropped up I was like "Ah, oh, I don't give a shit like <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be like a bunch of Mega Man X style you know dope, dope side scrolling Mega Man games and I was like yeah I will buy that for Switch yeah. because I grew up on like Mega Man x and shit hell yeah but then yeah it was i don't know like it's funny because i like turn-based combat games i just don't like when you take like established characters from other genres and drop them into turn-based combat games which is gonna come up later in the direct ladies and gentlemen so <laughs> save that one for later but First, Bomberman R actually reviewed really terribly, or at least very wishy-washy. It was also a Switch exclusive. It was not a Wii U port or anything. It was a brand new game exclusive to Switch. I think it has like a 62 on Metacritic.
0: That's not good. Um, No, that's not. For those that don't know, that's not hot. That's that's not great, everybody, because like a lot of those reviewers are pretty bought off. So like usually they have no problems giving shitty games a higher score. So if they're giving it a 62, that's not good.
1: That's mm. that's
0: a bomb, everybody. Excited. Swordman's excited
1: for Pac-Man. Uh, yeah, Pac-Man looked cool. I, like, the, I, I love platformers on the Switch. They're just so at home on that console, right? So
0: the the question I wanted to ask Swordman, one of our uh, viewers here, is because you're such a near fan, are how many versions of that game do you own? Are you one of those people that mm. will buy it on every platform? Like your boy is dumb, and I will. And I bought Elden Ring on every single platform other than Xbox. If someone buys me Elden Ring for Xbox I will feel obligated to 100% it through the Xbox achievements just so I have it 100% everywhere I own it but don't do that please
1: (laughs) I did buy Witcher 3 on Series X after already owning it on PS4 but I at least bought the like one with all the expansion packs I didn't have on PS4 that was part of how I justified it and because they're going to patch it eventually hopefully cd project red like please answer my prayers please <laughs> please give me the next gen patch for witcher 3 for yeah, the love just, of god just make it happen
0: um, certainly yeah. just blew my mind i thought it was near that he owned but i guess what? he does it he thought I, I don't know like or he's <clears throat> been suggesting to play right. it but um yeah like, there, like there's a couple of things like a lot of this it was kind of like during like any of the showcases for any of the brands uh they have a few games that you're kind of like okay yeah that's neat that's neat not my demographic that's neat though happy it's funny, for you this
1: one here uh if i don't know how in time i am because of course there's a slight delay but uh super monkey island or return to monkey island or whatever the hell it was was totally one of those ones where i was like never played those games as a kid yeah uh never tried to me didn't give a shit about adventure games for the most part like i played king's quest because it came with my pc until i got cooler games to play on pc basically mm-hmm. um But I have a high level of respect for, like, historically what the Monkey Island games mean to a lot of people. So it was a reveal when I was like, oh, a brand new Monkey Island game. Like, that's going to be sick for tons of people. I just couldn't give a shit. But once again, like, that's... It sounds like we're being really negative a lot of the time with that stuff, I think. But its I'm not. I'm genuinely excited for other people. And that was my reaction. Like, I caught myself getting pretty hype. And I was like, wow, it's crazy how hype I am about this trailer, considering I know I likely won't ever play this game. I'm literally just, like, hype for other gamers. I was just excited for people that will get to experience it. So that's sick. If Monkey Island's your jam, today was your day.
0: Boom! uh this was another game that we've talked about this before. That I don't understand, but I don't understand a lot oh, here of games because I am a boomer. Is the Mario and the not Rabbids yet. or not
1: boomer yet? Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> well, I would... we're well, we're well on our way to becoming boomers. Yeah. We are we are further down the road than we are from the starting point. We're closer to the finish line. We don't like it. We're not comfortable I'm with it. We try to line. go. Back they wouldn't let us yeah not the finish line of our lives yet we're not closer to that one I hope. <laughs> just just the just the the line where you turn into a crotchety old fuck and yeah. you just shit on everything so we're almost there
0: <laughs> yeah we're close so like again um i feel like the first one was reviewed well uh so Mm -hmm. and this is an ubisoft game so like that's
1: it was reviewed incredibly well
0: yeah Uh, so that blows my mind um but cool good for ubisoft i almost
1: bought the first one on sale on switch at one point because like the first party titles and we've ranted about this or and i definitely have a number of times like nintendo will not drop the price on anything that has mario or zelda or samus's face on the box or same as his Helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, their first-party titles never drop in price, and, like, this game did go on sale one time for, like, $20 on the Nintendo eShop, and I almost and that's $20 Canadian, so that's, like, I don't know, a soda. Yeah. Um, so, I almost bought it, and then I was just like, you know what, I just, I really don't give a shit, even at that price point, because, like, from everything I've heard, this game is essentially cartoony XCOM, and, okay. like, and I also, with, like, a particular style of humor that is sort of exclusive to the Rabbids, which, for those that don't know, the Rabbids were spun off from the Rayman universe originally. And I do really like Rayman. I have Rayman for the Switch, uh, Rayman Legends or whichever one. But I don't know. The style of humor of the, uh, the Rabbids standalone games and this game, uh, they don't make me laugh. I mm-hmm. do think it's targeted at a much younger audience. But it's weird because the gameplay isn't really for a younger audience. Like, yeah. it's very it's very xcom and I'm just not like I'm not an XCOM guy either. I strategy games were never really my thing, right? Like I was never into into strategy games too hard. I like some RTS, I guess, on PC. Like I played StarCraft and shit. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. This game, the, the combat system and everything, it just never really appealed to me. But yes, it was phenomenally reviewed, and I think a lot of people are going to be super super stoked that there's a sequel coming out.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, like definitely there is an audience for that type of game and there are it's it's shocking to know that there are individuals out there who are not as m- cynical as we may be especially me myself i'm a cynical dick like uh i really relate I try to be
1: positive i I, I, I
0: really relate to stan from south park because i like i'm just like that shit it's <laughs> just like like i do that so much but like there are people out there and I watch them play certain games and they're laughing like they have just heard the like the most hilarious joke and they're playing games like that. And I'm just like, you know what? If that brings you that amount of joy, good for you. Like you must have a good yeah, life. Man. I don't know. Like, but good for you. Um what game is this coming up here? I don't know, but good.
1: Another of the men in JRPG. Okay, you know what? I don't give a shit. I want to play the railroad game.
0: i do i want to play it it i don't know why
1: it spoke to me about like i played a lot of roller coaster tycoon back in the day on pc like quite a lot like the first three roller coaster tycoon games played them pretty religiously and there was railroad tycoon by the same company and i did play at least the first railroad tycoon a bit but this one looked cool because it's like kind of set in some sci-fi universe where you're like building a colony and shit. And I was like, I kind of want to play like post-apocalyptic train game or whatever the shit this is. (laughs) It looks, it looks weird. And it looks like it would work well on the switch because the switch has touch controls, right? Yeah. So like short of having a mouse, this is actually a game where touch controls would be awesome. And I, that didn't dawn on me for a while, but then I saw civilization was like on sale on the switch eShop. And I was like, Oh, like, I think this would actually be the best place to play that other than a PC because you could still like draw boxes around shit to oh, select yeah, yeah. stuff and all that. For right? Me, so. like
0: when I saw that again, it was 6 a.m. I was like half asleep and I'm just like watching this shit on my phone. <laughs> and I thought that was just like a fucking cutscene for a game. And I'm just waiting yeah. for, I'm go, waiting for trains. the cut, for the cut scene to end. And I'm just like, oh, this is the game, bruh. This yeah. is the game. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, the 45 sonic... seconds
1: later he's like oh it's 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 all trains Just so all this trains the sonic
0: showcase here i feel like this trailer was cut so much better than the showcase that they showed uh at whatever other gaming event for I, this I agree
1: entirely yeah. because
0: it looked way better like you're like "Ooh, i actually want to play this whereas the longer feature of this gameplay you're kind of like that's a lot of open world looking shit that doesn't look that eventful you're like it didn't look like i really a lot was going want on. to
1: go back and play um because th- this, this is sonic forces 2 i believe correct i want to go back and play sonic forces 1 because sonic forces 1 was very divisive like mm. i've literally heard everything from people being like it's my favorite game on the switch to wow. being like it's a heap of useless dog shit you should between. use it as a like it's a coaster right like there's yeah and there's no in between people are either just like yeah i you couldn't pay me to play that game or they think it's the greatest sonic game in decades so yeah i as somebody who's a really big sonic guy and a really big Sega guy i feel almost obligated to at least play it and develop an opinion on it yeah and i agree like the trailer for this one um Oh, okay, it's Frontier is technically not Forces 2 I'm told here by Sorbin, which is cool. Um I mean, it, thank it, you it's by the th- way for
0: everyone commenting. Uh please help us out where we don't know all the facts. We try to remember this yeah. shit, but like Amen. again, totally. we're on the latter half and we're on our way to that wheelchair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny like i'm the guy that owns the switch but like i always say i'm like it's not my primary platform either so it's like especially if there's a topic that we need to be corrected on it's probably anything to do with nintendo so thank you (laughs) sort for jumping in um sorry we're bougie
0: everybody and we have all the systems
1: i do think it looks sick it's the follow-up to to you know sonic forces you know spiritually at least or in an order of release um but yeah i do think that this looks like a pretty solid 3d sonic experience sonic has always had very hit or miss luck at being translated well into 3d and that is something i can definitely say with absolute confidence that like 2d sonic games always bangers pretty much and then 3d sonic games very up and down so hopefully this
0: is one of the ups man to be honest when you look back at it like i feel like mario 64 was like a fluke that that worked out so damn well. And a lot of those, especially the N64 era games are complete dog shit. Like they did not translate to 3d that well. And it wasn't until like later on in the PS one PS two era I would, I would say, say me- PS2,
1: because PS1 and N64 are kind of simultaneous, right? And Because yeah. I was going to say the same thing that there were... I played a lot of games on my PS1 as well that were kind of first attempts at translating an old 2D game into a 3D game that just were garbage. Yeah, not
0: good. You yeah. know, it's funny... So we just talked about this earlier, but now we got uh, Pear Bear in the comments saying, I'm about Nintendo. Yes, I'm excited for Persona 5. So right there. there, So
1: right there. That's your audience, right? Like I said, that's a perfect game to drop as your big announcement in this trailer. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And then I was like, Pear
1: Bear, by the way. Yeah,
0: welcome. Congratulations. Pear Bear was uh, our winner of our contest last week that we held randomly. So congratulations. You know, what's funny. Her thing worked right away. Uh, And we're still, update everybody on uh, the saga of getting our code for the quarry for J Retro. It's still, like, being worked on. So, uh, we got it. We're told. We're told, yeah. We're Um, told
1: they're working on a resolution. I don't know why it takes, like, all the king's horses and all the king's men and a week for CD keys to just be like, oh, yeah, that's the code we gave you. It didn't work, eh? Here's a different code. Like, I don't see why that's. (laughs) A big thing. But Do you know I how many say, tens
0: of dollars I've spent with <laughs> Yeah.
1: I will say all of all of James's other purchases have worked. He's bought me like six or seven other games that worked fine. So, like C V keys, you still have a relatively good rep with me right now. I can yeah. still believe that you're gonna come through on this one. But I can't help but josh around a little bit about like it does seem like a long time to fix something that seems like a pretty cut and dry thing to me. Like
0: totally like um yeah. hopefully we get this rectified, hopefully by next week. We have news of Jay Retro enjoying his new game. Yeah. Um, I want to do
1: an impressions video for you guys and shit. And I want to scare myself, frankly. So yeah, like hook <laughs> it up.
0: I just like to get scared a little. Yeah. I, I, like, I
1: like a little thrill ride. All eh? right. I'm a freak. I'm nasty. a <laughs>
0: freak. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, the saga continues. I have faith. Like I want to stay positive. I like their service so far. Uh, we've been able to do a lot of cool stuff through them. Um, yeah, like you know what, like for a Nintendo uh Mini, what the hell, Direct Mini, yeah. Mini Direct, Mini, mini direct, direct. I was like, yeah, this is this is pretty good. Like I, but I felt like, the same way. Again, I don't know enough about the ecosystem and like what games we're really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a game in mind or a set of games that I really think they should just release. And I feel like they've had it for a while, but it's just a rumor right now. Um, But before we get into that, um, is there anything else that is gonna play in the Direct that we wanna cover?
1: Well, Parabur mentioned here as well that uh, she's super stoked for New Dragon Quest as well. There's like a a, sort of a Dragon Quest, I believe it was sort of a spinoff from the main one. Yeah. Um, I think that looks cool for sure. Dragon's Quest is another one of those series. kind of like Monster Hunter, where I look at it and I'm like, everything about this says that I'll probably enjoy it. I just have way too much shit on my plate. And I know that these are all like 80 hour long games. And like, do I really want to bite off another chunk like that right now? So that's really the only reason I've never ever played Dragon Quest, but I feel like the Dragon Quest franchise as a whole is sort of like at the top of the ladder right now, as far as JRPG franchises that I haven't played and that I'm interested in pear bear can you tell me uh and you know what Sorbin, weigh in as well because you're you're saying that dragon quest is the og chad of all jrpgs which i appreciate uh the chad reference which one should i start with as a modern gamer should i go back and play some old dragon's quest should i just like drop into dragon's quest 11 on game pass or whatever i don't even know if it's still on there but it was uh where would be a good place to to jump into you the dragon's Skyrim quest universe. Skyrim before
0: Skyrim was cool.
1: Are they are they even connected like or is it like Final Fantasy where each game is just its own shit so then it doesn't matter it doesn't as matter much where I start. I think yeah. it just doesn't
0: matter where you start, I would say. I'm I'm
1: curious at any rate. So yeah, weigh in on that one for me guys. Uh the other one that they uh, just showed a trailer for just a second ago that I do think looks interesting and uh when they showed it I was like, "You know what? That's that's such a good damn fit to have on the Nintendo Switch." Uh, was the portal collection i think the portal yeah. games are a brilliant idea for the switch
0: portal and like half-life those are games that should just be like everywhere at this point and then yeah. it's good that they that they're coming over you know what i was surprised like there's been a couple games but not that many were cloud service games for the switch so like a lot of them were are going to be native to the switch and i think that's really good that people are pushing that because like right. honestly if you get doom eternal to work on the switch fucking get step your game up and like get your game running on the switch but I understand,
1: yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think even just a straight port of just the storyline portion of Half Life 2 would be a riot. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah, like, why not? If we can remaster and re release Quake 1 for like four Canadian shekels, <laughs> then we can definitely re release Half Life 2. Yeah, let's go.
0: So, this was the big announcement, uh, the finale of the mini direct uh was persona uh coming to switch and like we talked about before um because i know this just recently happened with all the other consoles as well and i was like cool it's really cool to see that the switch wasn't left out and i like that i like it when i like it when games are like on all platforms i like that um exclusives are cool uh they're they're what sells that platform but i like it when games are available everywhere and anyone can access it especially in this economy um not everybody has mm-hmm. all the consoles and then if like uh kind of like Perry bear and uh swordman saying like the switch is their main squeeze and it's like you want to have the games on your main squeeze you don't want to go see a side hoe every time um it's nice I to agree. stay at home uh, the-
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm all for like and i've argued that a lot i'm all for Pretty much everything third-party should just be on everything. If it's not actually, like, made by Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo, then it should just be on all the platforms, in my opinion, and it should all be cross-playable. I get why sometimes people take PC out of that equation yeah. because there is more hacking and stuff on PC. But I think at least the three console families should play friendly in terms of cross-play at all times. I because, like you said, it's just... It's the economy's rough and you shouldn't be putting people in a position where they're like, oh, me and my buddy both own like Call of Duty, which is cross play. So it's a bad example. But, you know, whatever game we own this game that we like. And but I own it on PS5 and he has it on Series X. so We can't play together, even though it's released on every platform. That's stupid. That's stupid. That should be an archaic thing of the past at this point. Let the kids
0: play. And then Let your the friends are together. just like, you're done. And they just brick you off an iceberg and you're like, bye.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly what we did when uh, our one close friend bought a PS5 when we all bought Series X's is we actually uh, locked him in his car and uh, left it running in a garage. it's fuck <laughs> him, that's why. Yeah, hey, you're going to not play with us? No, we were actually like, hey, man, that's sick. We're glad to hear you go to PS5 because we're not <laughs> monsters. What do you think of us? Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah for me the big ones um just to summarize for was super Bomberman, um uh, mario uh again Jay retro is monster hunter curious so yeah, let him right. let him, right. him know in the chat or uh, let, uh hit him up on instagram and let him know if he should be playing monster hunter um this was a this is a rumor that's been should forever but I, yeah, just you don't want to play around with it. Uh, Should I
1: experiment a little, Monster see how, Hunter? You see know, how it just, feels. just, like, for a weekend or two. Yeah. See, see, how, if, I, see if I like it. See how you know. it fits. Um, I'm not going to make any commitments yet.
0: This is a rumor that's just been forever. And then, again, like I said, I don't know what is, like, the thing that most people are looking forward to on the Switch or, like, what's the next big game. I think it's Breath of the Wild Part 2. Um, but for me, it's goddamn release the metroid prime trilogy for switch like just remaster that shit and release it on switch i really would love
1: according to this rumor yeah you're gonna get your wishes and you're going to definitely get your wishes i always like when a rumor tries to be concrete but also look who
0: like who the rumors by jeff grubb and he's had the best track he's a good good batting batting record (laughs) yeah he's got a good batting average yeah, like trust yeah, trust him to make the shot for sure. But um what I didn't like about this article is that yeah. it's not going to be like a trilogy on one disc. It, they're going to I didn't like that either. They're going to separate it and I think that's fucking bullshit. But you know what? I I get it Nintendo make that dollar 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 bill, y'all. Um kudos to you. They'll they'll get it. They'll get your money. Um but yeah, I was kind of like oh i hope that's not true please just release it as a trilogy but you know what if they want to buy themselves some time until metroid prime 4 is done if it's even being worked on anymore yeah brick that off into three separate games stagger their releases and then you're feeding the hungry wolves until that game's eventually ready to come out
1: yeah 100 percent. like you get the scientists together in a lab and you just go like hey do you think uh Do you think they'd pay for each game separately? (laughs) Dmitriov,
0: where are we at with this game?
1: What what does computer say? Will they pay for each game separately, Dmitriov? Tell us, what does computer say? And Dmitriov's like, I am inputting the digits.
0: Get off of my back. There's, like, beakers and shit everywhere, and he's, like, he's like hacking.
1: Someone throws a switch, some glass explodes, there's sparks, and then a guy comes running out, and he's, like, they will. They will pay for each game separately, and then they just... That's what you do. You make the money, okay? When (laughs) Dmitriov's people tell you you can make the money, you make it the money, Americans. You Uh, you make it the money,
0: Americans. You make the
1: money now, and we open our own communist McDonald's because we don't give a shit. We do what we want. Mick commies. Uh, but yeah, I think Mario movie Pear bears concerned. I want to touch on that actually. So it's interesting that you brought that up. Why the fuck is Chris Pratt playing Mario when the guy who has voiced Mario for decades is alive and well and fantastic, obviously at his job, Hollywood has this weird, overarching obsession with casting famous people in voice acting roles. The only time this is acceptable is when it's Mark Hamill because he pretty much just transitioned entirely to voice acting other than being Luke Skywalker. (laughs) But I don't need Chris Pratt voice acting in a movie because I already see him in like 70% of the movies that Hollywood releases lately. So like, I don't also need his voice following me into a cartoon and Kids don't give a shit. Kids don't care that Chris Pratt's voicing Mario. It's not going to help you sell Mario toys to kids or anything like I didn't really even understand who Robin Williams was when I was a kid, let alone the fact that he was voicing the genie from Aladdin. And like it wouldn't have mattered to me anyways, um, as long as the voice acting was done well. There's just so many people who a lot of them work in the video game industry. But also in animation, yeah. who make their entire livings off of voice acting, right? They are voice acting actors yeah. that is their craft and i'm like chris pratt you already get to be a normal actor okay and you make billions of dollars doing it or whatever you're in every big budget movie that comes out lately lately you're hollywood's darling you can't do no wrong and it's like why does he need to take money off the t- and it's not his fault don't get me wrong i'm making this sound like chris pratt's a dick and he swooped in it's the producer's fault it's hollywood's fault for constantly thinking that every role needs to go. And you see this in like uh, the new DC Super Pets movie. I can't even remember who it was but every single character doing Buzz Lightyear, like, like there you go. Right. And they'll be like, Samuel Jackson and like all these different famous people. And I'm like, why, why not just hire really good voice actors? There's like thousands of them out there and they, they don't make nearly as much money as these big budget actors do anyway. So you could do your movies for cheaper to Hollywood and you could help these people actually eat and feed their families. So here's the thing.
0: And this is, this is what's blown my mind. Like, cause when you're a kid, you're like, oh, they're making a Mortal Kombat movie because they're really passionate about Mortal Kombat. And you're like, no, they don't give a shit about Mortal Kombat. They just want to fucking drain every penny they possibly can from stupid little kids that'll, that'll go see that movie. Um, and it's the same thing here. And it's funny because you get a bunch of people in a boardroom Sad, who, who are true Christian Bales, who are like, I've never heard of the MCU. I don't know what that is. I had to look that up. I don't know, Mario. I was too cool to play video games growing up. I don't know what Mario Mega
1: is. Chad, Dragon Quest of Real Life, Christian Bale. Yeah. Like, I you got know, a bunch of
0: those you. in the boardroom. And then they're like, what's popular? Like, video game movies seem to do really well. What do we got? And they're like, what's popular? And they're like, isn't Mario like a big thing? And they're like, Yeah. And then they're like, okay, cool. I like, I think we have the contact for the guy that does the Mario voice. Like, he's still alive. Let's get him in. And they're like, who's that? And then they name the name and they're like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. That's not going to sell tickets. No one's going to go to a movie where the, no one's heard of the star before. And they're like, no, but he does the voice. He does the voice. And it's, an icon, it's an iconic voice. People have yeah. been hearing this voice. He's, in, he's in been doing years. it forever. It's good. Like, yeah. like, it's he, like, he is the character. They're like, no, 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 no. no. Like we have to take out a hundred million dollar loan. We're not going to be able to do that if like it's a name that nobody knows. Like you know who you know what people do know, Chris Pratt. Or there's like,
1: and and then there's like at least one young intern being like, but 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 Chris Pratt doesn't sound Italian. There's never been a movie where he's had to do an Italian accent, and they're just like, listen, you don't know how this business works, kid. Go get some coffee. I think that's. Totally what it is, dude. I think you're 100% correct. Like, right now, there's just this big cash-in on nostalgia for our childhoods, right? Like, millennials have grown up. We've had kids of our own. Yeah. And so now, how do you want to sell... Uh, millennials taking their children out to movies is you relaunch properties that you think the kids can get into, but the adults also want to go see. Yeah. And I think that's why you just see like every single thing from our childhood getting relaunched. Like they're going to relaunch power Rangers again now. Cause the last relaunch didn't do that. Well, they're going to well, relaunch Ninja well. turtles. again now the movie did all right, but they're already not doing a sequel to it and doing a full film relaunch again, apparently. Great. Um, which pissed me off. Cause I actually, I, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion, but as a guy that grew up loving the power Rangers, I thought that new power Rangers movie was pretty sick. And like, I, I, I remember going it. into it with very low expectations I was like, really? Like it's, I had the exact same experience with that movie that I had with the first transformers movie. Cause going into the first transformers movie, I was like, really like big budget Hollywood movie about the fucking transformers. Really? I'm going to, I'm supposed to take the transformers seriously. And that's as somebody that loved transformers as a kid. It just seemed like a weird concept for a live action movie to be done well. And then when I saw that first transformers, I was like, that was sick. That was one of the best action movies I've seen in forever. Fun fact
0: Uh, about, Rangers was similar to me. I thought it was a fun Transformers romp. movie. I paid for a whole day to sit in the theater and watch that same movie over and over again cuz someone cuz someone dared me. They're I remember at the time they're like there's no way you would sit through that movie that many times. I'm like absolutely I would. <laughs> I just for a full 8-hour shift watched that movie like 3 times. Like but it's I was like day. I was like Michael Bay, it's awesome. Um
1: There's but, movies I, I would do that with for sure.
0: Yeah, like again it's just a big cash cow and then they're just trying to churn out as much profit with the least amount of effort but i feel i really hope that that pan comes dry soon because it's just it's just getting like kind of insulting at this point like like just how bad they're butchering a lot of these ips um i don't want to get into it in this podcast but like jr i've 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 talked about like the kenobi series i stopped halfway through i was just like dude i can't i'm like you're just you're fucking just having that time
1: i've liked it i don't I don't feel nearly as mad about the series as you did i thought it was really good i think the kenobi series is arguably the best of the live action star wars series they've done on disney plus so far i'm only three episodes in so i'll have to finish the rest
0: of it for me um for me it's mandalorian and then the second season of mandalorian kind of dipped off and then book of boba fett was not that great and then this series i was like
1: Book wow. of Boba Fett was wishy washy for me. The first season of Mandalorian was really good. But you so know, good. I really I really like Kenobi. I thought it was sick. I loved all the Darth Vader stuff in episode three. I thought that the lightsaber sucked. fights were done incredibly that well. Sucked. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you suck. Uh I don't actually I think you're an alright person, but we definitely disagree on this one. Yeah. I, I enjoy me all the Darth Vader shit in that show. So for yeah. me, it's worth it for that alone. I'm happy for Hayden. He I fucking agree. deserves it.
0: It's like Again, like they could have done so I won't ruin it for you, but they could have done so much with those two. And it was just like, wow, I'm like, you had this great opportunity and that's what you did. It's like, uh, I don't know. I think there's going to
1: be more. I would bet money there's going to be more.
0: Let's move into this next bit here before we go into some of these other uh, news articles that we want to touch on. Or we have one last thing that we want to touch on. But I have a fun new segment. I haven't briefed Jay Retro on this. This is a brand new thing. Um, and it kind of fits in with a theme that we kind of have invented. Um, and this new segment is called, I got to get a soundbite from Jay Retro, but this new segment is called not the ray tracing. (laughs) Okay. So for those listening, the rules are for not the ray tracing is, I am gonna show screen grabs of different games that do not have ray tracing to J Retro, and I'm gonna see if he is able to somehow distinguish what is going on in this game because he doesn't have the beauty the fidelity of ray tracing to tell what is happening in the scene so i'm gonna we're it, okay and this is a new segment everybody please don't shit on Jay retro if he doesn't get these it's gonna be very difficult there is no ray tracing mystic donkey in the chat ayo how the hell are you um, for a Mystic. so please be forgiving on him so, so the, just to clarify, just yes. I just want to
1: clarify for both our viewers at home and myself uh for our fantastic listeners. Now, will will I be comparing a photo of the game with and without ray tracing or no. is it that they all none of them have ray tracing? Correct.
0: These are the, all the, like okay. th- games from the cave days before ray tracing, before that beautiful yeah. RX <laughs> series of <laughs> graphics cards came out. Yeah, that's um, right. Somehow we were, uh, considered it gaming playing these fucking barbaric pieces, of playing
1: shit. these atrocious, garbage, archaic pieces of filth. Yeah, it, it might as we well be
0: yeah, by ray tracing. It yeah. might as well be Atari garbage. So again, here are the rules. Okay, so I'm gonna show Jay Retro these screen grabs, and he just he has to somehow tell me. What's happening in the scene? What are we looking at? And describe to me in as much detail as possible like what we're looking at to distinguish like these fucking blocks of like non-reflective bullshit. Um and if he could possibly for bonus points tell me what game it is um are oh, you yeah. ready all right yes i am i'm ready bring them on bring <laughs> okay. them on everybody in the chat you're welcome to chime in as well uh and maybe we'll see if you get it okay yeah so here Absolutely. is game number one from not the ray tracing
1: Not the
0: ray tracing
1: okay um yeah, I mean, for for one, we're looking at Goldeneye uh, on N64. I'll wow, my bonus I don't pointer. even know like, how
0: you can tell that. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, and the thing, is, I don't know how I can tell that I either. I just see
0: pixels. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> we're looking at, uh, okay, I, I did eventually figure out actually that this guy was dropping his AK, and this was the first thing in this image for the record that did legitimately kind of confuse me about what was happening in the scene, is I was like... <laughs> Uh, Did he throw a grenade? And then in my head, I was trying to think, like, did they even have, like, potato masher-style grenades in this game? Because that's what it kind of looked like to me. Now, obviously, if there had been ray tracing, (laughs) this wouldn't be a concern. Because the increased fidelity of the reflections of the ambient lighting would have made it extremely more clear that I was looking at a man dropping an AK-47.
0: To share with you guys, there are no reflections in this image. Ray trace, there is no ray tracing. Uh, It looks like what could possibly be a a pistol, but it looks like a cylinder to me. You can't even see the reflection of your character's face in the cylinder. How would you
1: know that he's holding it if you can't see the reflection of his face? That's what you have to ask yourself right now. It looks Um, like a
0: smear of pixels to me.
1: I legitimately thought as well, and this is, once again, I'm not being facetious with this comment. There are bullets flying out on the right-hand side of the gun. It took me until maybe 20, 30 seconds ago to have my brain click that those were bullets shells flying out of the gun legitimately uh i thought the top two which are kind of angled together yeah at a bit of a fulcrum there i thought it was like the golden gun that's what i thought too just (laughs) levitating in the air and i was like man maybe if there was some ray tracing i could see that guy that's holding the golden gun but now i've figured out that it is the casings uh, and yeah, obviously With the glory of ray tracing You'd probably even be seeing a reflection Of your character's face In the shells as Like they doing a out dab the in the shells yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, For those of you 100%. listening
0: uh, And if we're not doing a great job uh Being descriptive of what's on the screen Make sure you watch <laughs> us live Every Tuesday at 7pm On YouTube Make sure you do a search for The update required podcast We don't have 100 <laughs> Subscribers yet. (laughs) So we haven't locked in our name. Help us get there, everybody. Hit that like and subscribe button. Okay, moving on. We love you guys. Not the ray tracing. Not the ray tracing. (laughs) Next. Expected.
1: They could come watch, and they wouldn't know what's going on anyways, though, because there's no ray tracing, right? That's true. That's um, true. I'm having Yeah, troubles. so how's, how's that going to help? <laughs> um, okay, so we're looking at uh, Ocarina of Time in the N64. Wow. So
0: I just I can't even tell. It's like a blur of blue. To no,
1: me. Not a game that I love. Uh, I'm, this is like probably the most controversial opinion that I have in video games. I tried to play this game, and I was like, I hate this. This is garbage. But you but, didn't
0: play it. At the time it came out, no,
1: so- and I played it on a 2DS, so I think that either of those could have been huge factors. I definitely think the lack of nostalgia for it. I I feel the way about Zelda for the most part that I was saying about Sonic games earlier. Yeah, we're like 2D Zelda games I always jive with. 3D Zelda games very hit and miss for me. I do love Breath of the Wild. That's kind of the main exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on behind Link. Um at all. Okay, so there's like a fancy thing. There's what I assume is I thought it was like high grass beside the fancy thing, but now I think it might be a stone fence. Um clearly, if there was ray tracing, we would know, obviously. There is uh, zero
0: shadow detail. And- that is correct.
1: We would, we would be able to differentiate. Uh, you also have no idea right now where the sun is in the sky because yeah. Link has no shadow on the ground. None. At all. None. Zero. Garbage. Throw Immersion gone. Immersion gone. Light l- l- it on fire. Yeah. Like I can't believe people played video games this way. Yeah. Um, Holy cow! What? Okay. Once again, not being facetious, what is behind him? Like in the distance, is that supposed to be trees? Is that more grass? The the kind of to the right of him, that whole upper portion just kind of turns into what looks like two splotchy lines of different gray color, yeah. which is a really interesting way. So, of communi- if, if communicating I'm looking at distance. my
0: notes for this uh, segment that I created, if I look at my detailed notes, there apparently that is supposed to be a tree line of a forest that you can't get to. Uh, okay. But again, no ray tracing. So no, there's with, no- How would you know? Yeah, yeah how would, how you, would know? you know with
1: no ray tracing? Pretty good though. Uh, he
0: got he got the name of it and he described what was going on. I, it looks like a blur to me. I'm even surprised. Uh, uh, yeah, Let's keep definitely. going. Next image for no, the, ray <laughs> <trace>. <laughs> the ray tracing. The ray
1: tracing! I will I will record that so we don't have to do it live every time. Um Okay, is this Okay, I was gonna I was gonna say
0: I'll give was, you because I have the notes in front of me here. It's not that I because I, I can't tell what I'm looking at because I don't see anything without ray tracing.
1: <laughs> it's just it's all a blur.
0: Yeah, um, I got a, thir- I was, a 3080, and ever since then, if it doesn't have ray tracing, it's dog shit. I'm not It's planning. garbage. Yeah.
1: It's garbage. I can't experience it properly. I was going to say at first glance.
0: Before you give a guess, I will let you okay. guess. But at your request, I will give you a hint if you want. Okay. But okay you just... I am, I'm going to
1: go for the gander. Okay. So I was originally going to... And this is not my guess, but I was originally going to say at first instinct Ridge Racer, but I do not believe it is Ridge Racer. Okay. Given the high level of detailed lap time and total time, etc., on the screen, I'm going to guess the first Gran Turismo.
0: You are so close. It's Gran Turismo 2.
1: Damn it. And I almost said Gran Turismo 2. And this is interesting because we're getting into an era now, like when you go back to PS1 and PS2... Um, and it's interesting because going from PS1 to PS2 felt at the time like a giant technological leap. Like yeah. it just felt like night and day graphically. But now it's been so long since those times that I looked at this and I was like, yeah, that looks grainy enough to be a PS1 game. To Isn't me, Gran right? Turismo
0: 2 a um, PS1 game?
1: Was it? Uh, I thought Gran Turismo 2 was, I thought it was like a launch title for PS2. I swear the PS2 I got, maybe that was Gran Turismo 3. Because with it the was, PS2. Because Gran Kay. Turismo
0: 2 is PS1. Because
1: the PS2 I got for Christmas, shout up Mom and Dad, came in a red Gran Turismo 3 box then, and it came with Gran Turismo 3 packaged in. So nice. I do remember playing the crap out of that one. So that might have been, I think, what happened is I thought three was two. And I had forgotten that there were actually two different games on the PS1. I think had I known that it still would have been a coin flip because I think telling one PS1 game from the other. I don't know. I'm still
0: going to give you a point for that because, again, I can't even see what's going on in this game because there is there are no reflections. There are no shadows. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. Uh, So the fact that he was able to guess the game is just nothing short of a miracle. Everybody Uh, can you describe for us? who cannot see anything. I try to keep a straight face here. Who cannot see anything other than ray tracing. Uh, describe yeah. for us what's happening in the scene, please.
1: Yeah. You have like a ray tracing only prescription. Like exactly. it has to correct your vision to see things that aren't ray traced. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's a Subaru. <laughs> I don't really know though. Cause you can't make out the logo on the back of the car, which clearly if there was ray tracing, you would be able to make out. Yes. Um, the the texture of the road is pretty hilarious to me like it i get that they're trying to convey speed with the ways that they can convey speed back then but it kind of just looks like uh hotel carpet it's like a lot of different little strips of gray it just definitely looks like one of those non discrete patterns you would see in a hotel or an office building uh there's palm trees i can i can tell those are supposed to be palm trees there are billboards advertising the Illuminati in the distance. Um but were they <laughs> ray traced like the <laughs> were they ray traced, we would already be indoctrinated because yeah. their message would come through that much clearer. Uh I can't tell what the skyline like it's we're on we're on a beach, I guess. Uh I, I assume because there's the palm trees. So I think that's supposed to be like the ocean is the lighter blue and then the clouds separate the horizon. Um, and I have no idea what the hell is going on on the right hand, right hand side of the screen right now. I, th- <laughs> I think that kind of army tan colored thing is supposed to be like a hut of some kind. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they're just maybe they're just selling French fries at the races.
0: They could be. They could be. All they could right. be. If it Was
1: Traced, You'd know the prices of the French fries because yeah. you would see that shit.
0: Thank you, Jay Retro, for being able to uh, narrate. Non ray traced garbage for us. Let's move on. I'm gonna make it a little bit harder. How did do... people live? You know what? I'm gonna make it easier on you. I'm gonna make I'm gonna put some newer games in here that are not ray traced. Again, anything oh, before wow. 2020, complete dog shit. Fortnite, did you hear about Elden Ring DMeg? I've heard of that.
1: I, I saw I saw a short trailer for it. I yeah. haven't
0: played the Bloodborne remake, and I should because that's on PC, and I have a PC now.
1: The other um, room one looks pretty hilarious. I think you'd get a kick out of it.
0: Let's keep this going with not the <laughs> ray tracing. <laughs> the ray tracing. Okay. Next game here.
1: Anything but that. Um. All right. Bring it on. Okay. So definitely it's definitely a halo game um admittedly even as a massive halo guy having a bit of a hard time guessing which one accurately i want to say halo 3 uh but i'm not i'm not confident in that guess at all but i want to okay. say Halo 3.
0: you would be incorrect it is halo 2 okay
1: okay that's that was the one i was wavering on i okay. was like given i knew it was chief's arms so i knew it wasn't odst or reach Uh, one of the shoot-offs it didn't look good enough to be halo 4 i was a little torn between two and three and i feel like part of my issue there is also that the last time i played through two or the last three times i played through two or something it was all like the legendary edition which is all amped up and like has ray traced glory on the series (laughs) looks looks like a game worth playing i.e. duh uh Guys, I don't even have ray tracing turned on on my console. I put on a high refresh monitor. <laughs>
0: Peasant. Um, Peasant, are you even gaming?
1: Clearly not. Um, so it did take me a while to make out that I think there's like uh, an alien craft in the distance as well, beyond the pillars of light, up in the horizon, up in the clouds. It looks like browns
0: and blue garbage to me, people. So It just looks like
1: splotches of shit. Uh, there's what I believe is supposed to be water below, but no real-time reflections on the surface of the water. So how no. would you know? Exactly. No reflection of the alien uh, gondola hanging off of the ledge there on the water whatsoever. Immersion broken. There's no done?
0: sweat on the hands, so I just it real like the realism is gone. Like,
1: smash your head in with the Oculus Rift, because it's it's just <laughs> over for you at that point. I think that uh yeah, we see that he has Jay's favorite gun from Halo 2, which would be the pistol, which was super OP in the first two games. Um, so good strategy. But yeah, I mean, no ray tracing. So I mean, really, it just it just looks like a bunch of colors. Just it yeah, might just, as well
0: it might as well be a phone game on a. It might flip as well phone. be a
1: Jackson Pollock, people, because <laughs> yeah. no one knows what the hell is going on. Get that fucking frame no and put it up tracing. on the wall,
0: because it ain't a game, everybody. <laughs> hey, next one on uh, not the ray tracing. <laughs> right trace. Okay, next game. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, so we're looking at Streets of Rage 4. Uh, I see it. my man see, see my man Axel up there in the top left. That's my boy. Um definitely when I look at this uh I mean I don't know how anyone can tell that those people are there because there are barely any shadows on the ground to indicate that there are characters there.
0: To cut in is inferior floor reflections that (laughs) are mocked in and are not true ray tracing. So they're having to do some janky behind the scenes shortcuts uh, to add what... Atrocious. Tries, tries to mimic reflections, but comes off as blurry Vaseline garbage in your eyes.
1: Truly atrocious. Shout out to Swordman for also correctly uh guessing the game, Streets mm. of Rage. Uh, That is respectable. But what is not respectable is the lack of ray tracing in this trash. Uh, (laughs) I don't care that you were going for a retro look. Why would you try to make a game that looked like a game before games were good? Riddle me that, Batman. Like, obviously, games only became games with the invention of ray tracing. So what a weird strategy to have as a developer um it's fucking that, stupid and you should kill yourselves i need to go back and play this game again actually in reality no, delete it off of your hard drive <laughs> no no they, uh rebalance the gameplay i want to i want to try real with the rebalance
0: what platform do you own
1: this game on I own it on PS4 because I actually bought it when the Uh, PS4 PS4 doesn't
0: have ray tracing. So you're done. You don't even own the game.
1: You don't. But there's no ray tracing in the game, James. I I bought it also uh, back when the PS4 was the only console I had. I bought it prior to me even getting the Xbox One into my household. So at that time, the PS4 and the PS4 Pro were the only two consoles in my home.
0: What? Systems is Streets of Rage 4 on? All
1: of them? Everything. It's on Switch. It's on Xbox. I've I've almost paid for it again on Switch just because I really like playing beat-em-ups on the Switch. They just mm. feel really at home on that console to me. I also really like the Switch's D-pad and the, like it's a great controller for kind of retro style games like that. And I also think that games like uh, retro style games are just really great to take on the go because the levels are short and stuff. Yeah. So if you're like on the ferry or something, like it's just it's an easy game to drop into, play for 20 minutes and jump back out of, right? so gotcha. yeah i can, can definitely I- see picking that up for switch i'm gonna make a, it a, a little
0: one. bit easier for you because so far we've been struggling everybody give give j retro a round of applause everybody because he's doing so well this is a very hard segment and it's, i didn't bring on, on, on my eyes yeah. like i'm
1: getting i'm getting an ocular pressure headache from having to try to look at all of these pictures of <laughs> archaic Trash games that yeah. don't have. Ray I'm, tracing.
0: I'm just ignoring this other monitor that I have because I just don't want to like put myself yeah. through that. Don't,
1: don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. You know, <laughs> don't like it's fine. Hurt You're yourself. working over there already. We don't, we don't all need to suffer. Hurt <laughs> your eyes. I think I got one
0: more. This is not the right. ray tracing. Every light <laughs> lightning
1: game. round of not the ray tracing. <laughs>
0: okay, next game. <laughs>
1: that's daily double whatever same idea um okay so this is assassin's creed valhalla nailed i believe i don't even know
0: how he he can distinguish Uh, these games they all just look like shit to me
1: one of the launch titles that i bought with the series x um i i really enjoy this game Quite a bit. I'm just going to say that as an aside. Now, obviously, though, looking at this, I can't tell what's going on because there is no ray tracing. So it all just looks like a two dimensional Bob Ross painting. Essentially, (laughs) they've put some happy little trees here and some happy little trees there. But the trees don't look like they're interacting with their environment. I mean, there are reflections on the water's surface but they're not in real time. Okay, I got I to gotta stop for a second. This looks incredible. This looks so good. Like I don't know how you could look at this and be like, oh, it needs to have ray tracing. You can see everything reflected on the water. Like, you can see the trees. You can see all of how the foliage around them.
0: dare you desanctify <laughs> this segment, not the ray tracing? Um, that was not the ray tracing, everybody. I hope you had fun with that. Uh, yeah, like, if you're not... Keen to the ha ha, the ha ha is all of these games look great and they don't have ray tracing. Um, thank you yeah, so much, well, Jay we're Retro,
1: in on the gag. Thank you so thank, much, thanks, Jay Retro sorry, Thank for, you everyone for
0: playing along with that. That was a lot of fun, um, you guys. I,
1: I had a riot with that. I thought that was good. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I play Valhalla without the ray tracing, folks. I play it in performance mode. I'd rather get them sixty FPS.
0: That's just me. So we have another segment this is another surprise segment and it kind of ties in with some of the last things that we want to talk about uh so
1: (laughs) this
0: is gonna be hard okay this next segment is called how dare you ign
1: (laughs) how (laughs) dare
0: you how dare you
1: ign great banner thank
0: you for that okay so something else got announced today and it was announced later on and again i want to, i want to say as somebody who is a fan of this company that this like this took some fucking gall to release and just the shills at IGN just suckling all the teeth that they possibly can to suck off every brand that gives them free product or whatever hey i get it you're running a business you have to pay for that website who gives a shit right um. So Sony today announced that they they have a new product line called Sony In Zone, and they released three headsets and two monitors. So here's my thing. It's like who the fuck asked for any of this? And it's like here's my I I said this on Twitter earlier today. Um, I'm not a fan of either of these big OEMs putting out their own hardware. Um, other than their consoles and the reason why is because there is such amazing competition out there it's really hard to justify the price of some of these peripherals so we're talking headsets we're talking uh monitors here and they announced two monitors today one is the m3 and then the m9 the m3 is their 1080p uh it's a hundred it's 240 244 244, yeah 244 and it's a 27 inch panel Again, Sony makes great displays. They make amazing displays. But I have a couple of questions. Even just for the M3, what game on a PS5 runs at 244 hertz? The answer is none. So there's, there's well, no... Well,
1: to be fair, though, they're marketing this as their first non-PlayStation branded line. So it's Sony branded, but it is not PlayStation branded. So you're so supposed of to use this with your
0: gaming setup, right? But I think you're supposed it, to use them
1: with either your PC or your PS5 Yeah, the idea. so here's yeah. the
0: thing. Like, it's got this horrendous fucking stand that it's on. Like, it it's really a, does look stupid. It's, it's yeah. got a cock in the middle of it. And the cock is <laughs> the same. The phallus is the same. Um, the genitalia of this monitor is the <laughs> same design as the PS5. Mm. So it's kind of hard to make. 100%,
1: yeah. It's
0: is, is kind of hard to make that. And again, I'm saying this as a PlayStation well, And they, did, they
1: didn't slap a PlayStation logo on exactly. it, though, right? So okay, it's I, not
0: technically
1: branded we got to go they, back and a second here that was part of the article and their press release was that I, it was their first non-playstation branded line
0: but again okay so you can have the the m3 monitor which is the lower price mon the more affordable monitor the everyday man's monitor for a cool cool 500 us dollars 599 i believe 599 us dollars um the only thing i have to say to that is oh <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, bruh, bruh, bruh. I, totally. Like once again, like I bought a 1080p 144 hertz monitor for like 180 dollars Canadian, and albeit I definitely could have spent more money, and I went a little more on the budgety side of that. Um, but yeah, like I, but it has
0: all the features that you want, right?
1: Yeah. hundred percent. And like a a hundred extra Hertz that neither my computer or my Xbox can ever accomplish right now with my current lineup for an extra $420 us actually. Yeah. Uh, So I did actually, actually have to do more conversions. It was probably like an extra 500 or $600. It's, It's insane. But the real, how dare you is still coming guys. Okay. Because, IGN had the gall, the absolute (laughs) fucking nerve in the middle, in the middle of a fucking recession while we're all still recovering from the pandemic and everything is crashing and everything is expensive to refer to the 4k 144 Hertz monitor here as affordable. They were like, that is an affordable way to get into high refresh 4k gaming. What would you guys consider to be affordable? If you were going to get into 4K at a high refresh rate, what would you yourself as an actual normal person who has a concept of money, unlike apparently anyone who works for IGN? Yeah, get the monitor for free. What do you guys think would be affordable to get like 4K
0: at like at least 120 hertz? And remember, the 1080p model, although it does 244 hertz, is $5.99 Five ninety nine before tax, before applicable taxes, depending on your state. Um, I want you guys to look at this image right here. This is a pause from their uh ad for this, and fucking love how they show the two K uh, looking like little garbage. Preview, looking like <sighs> it's fucking SD footage off of like YouTube when you're running at one hundred and forty p. Like it's like shut the fuck up. Um, I. I think they're implementing a firmware update that is going to enable 1440p. I don't know if they've done it yet or if that's still just a rumor. But like, okay. I've, I hadn't heard that at all. I really, like, it's so funny how they're shitting on 1440p. And I've always said, even before the PS5 came out, that's dumb that they omitted that. And I don't even, they would have to, in the hardware, f- like, physically disable that. Because if you could enable 1080p and 4K, like... Like you should just be able to enable 14. And not only
1: that, you just spent like, how many minutes are we into this video right now? Or I guess it's only like a minute and a half. 27 seconds. we're, We're 27 seconds in, but you just spent the first 27 seconds of your 90 second video telling me all about your fancy new 1080p monitor to then turn directly around and be like accept nothing less than 4k if you buy that first monitor that we showed you you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit and your family hates you yeah and you're never gonna bring home the bacon make this more is money you're because you're a
0: you. fucking poor sad <laughs> piece of shit and you make us sad and it's like
1: six hundred dollars for the monitor that they immediately turn around
0: and tell you is trash yeah
1: marketing geniuses over at sony like holy smokes
0: the new headsets (laughs) that they released as well they're kind of ugly af in my opinion and again it's i'm really i'm really picky when it comes to headsets like maybe i can find a picture of them but i'm really picky when it comes to headsets but again i don't really blame sony because i think nor sony or microsoft should make these headsets because there's just there's so many cool brands where all they do is headsets and they make We're them for, in headsets yeah yeah and they make them forty dollars and it's like how are you going to beat that how are you going to justify 250 dollars us for a fucking headset that you could get like a razor equivalent you, you know for- what
1: it is too like you're so right about the competition in the market for peripherals and stuff already being oversaturated but there's such a large class of consumers that have trained themselves to buy first party everything, right? That's true. So they're like, that's true. I, buy, I buy an iPhone, I buy an iPhone charger, I buy iPods, like that's what I do. And so there is also going to be lots of people that w- literally when you're like, Oh, why did you choose the Sony branded headset? Or why did you choose the Sony branded monitor? They'll be like, well, cause I bought the PS five, like to them, it's just a direct correlation that they're like, well, I have to buy all first-party accessories, and I think this is rooted for some of us in, like, growing up in, like, the PlayStation 1 era, where every third-party peripheral was a piece of complete, utter garbage that you should not don't, right? It took yeah. a long time to get to the point where we have third-party controllers and headsets and stuff that are all really of high quality, and in a lot of cases, higher quality than the OEMs themselves would make, right? So...
0: I will say, as a PS5 owner, like, I do have the Pulse headset, and it's a great headset. It's very comfy. The sound is really good. I've used it like 10 times because I don't play with a headset a lot of the time, most of the time. The only time I've used this was when I was playing a co-op game with a friend over PlayStation Party. And then I find
1: that so intriguing that you don't play with a headset most of the time. Yeah, I think I just, it's, it's just such a part of the immersion for me, like especially with the modern era of consoles and having like 3D audio, like playing stuff that has that 7.1 like digital surround in your headphones and stuff. I just think it's like it's almost comparable in a way to like a VR sort of extra added level of immersion, because now it's like I hear things and I'm like, oh, like that crack in the forest came from that direction and shit. Like I just, I find that stuff really interesting.
0: So when I play on my own, when I'm just like goblin mode playing in my own uh, domicile, um, I'm playing this off of my studio monitors that I have hooked up to my, to my setup. Uh, When I'm streaming, I will play through my in-ear monitors that are hooked up to my system. And then, yeah, I get all the benefits of the 3d audio and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool. Um, Some games, it's really, really cool. And then after a while, I kind of get ear fatigue. And I'm kind of like... And I'm like, okay, it's like kind of overstimulating my senses. But like, again, Hmm. I'm not my demographic. I know there's people to to
1: each their own. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not one of those people that like plays constantly with a headset on. Like I I was also
1: going to say it's it's a much bigger deal if you play competitive shooters and shit, which you obviously don't really at all. But yeah, like being able to tell like that the footsteps in Fortnite are coming from behind me instead of in front of me or that they're on the roof or whatever is obviously like actually a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but I do find that even in single player stuff that I really like it just for that. Like I said, just that immersion into the world that it yeah. feels a bit more like I'm there because I'm hearing things in space or whatever. There are yeah. some
0: like a game for me. Returnal is one of them. The fucking sound design of the game is in incredible. Um, Elden Ring just has a really good soundtrack. And a lot of the ambient noise is kind of like, it's good ambient noise, but the, the yeah. fucking OST in that game is like a heavy hitter. But I still, it sounds great coming out of my uh, speakers. What I wanted <laughs> to get to though, I've got the picture up of the different in-zone, uh, Sony in-zone headsets here. This is a personal taste of mine. I really don't like headsets where you cannot uh, discreetly hide the microphone.
1: Agreed. So, Headsets entirely. that
0: have the big fucking microphone, you look like a fucking dork. And it's like, yeah, you use that for when you're gaming or like you're doing competitive stuff. But what if you just want to use those as like regular ass headphones? Like you spent $250 on them. You should be able to use them as like regular, like Jay Retro's using his headset right now. He's not gaming. And
1: it's like it actually just comes off on this one, which I thought was an interesting technique. So this one just has a detachable microphone, right? So I just throw it in the carrying case or whatever. And I do like I ended up getting uh bluetooth beats headphones just because i got a really good deal on them through works and now i mainly use those of them out and about but when i originally bought this headset that was actually one of the aspects about it that made me be like oh i like that it's discreet enough that if i wanted to i could like wear it out in public as just a headset to listen to music with right and nobody would so, bat yeah. an eye
0: like but if you're okay uh Bear, one of our commenters says who Who said you weren't a dork, though? Okay, no one. Literally, no one. Point, but I don't need any more things for people to be like dork. (laughs) Like, there's enough. There's enough. Yeah, Um, but like, if I was four
1: framed pictures of Batman, people know. People know I'm a dork. I have six
0: bloodborne tattoos, and it's like, yeah, Um, those headsets. Right, if those headsets right there, like, if I wore that out in public, I would feel ashamed. Like, I would be like. I feel stupid.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent. You can't, you can't wear that one like out on the bus and stuff like that is a, you're only, only ever using that for gaming. And like, that's fine. Like I, if you're in that market, like once again, I sound almost like a douche for saying that, but I'm like, yeah, I do have two different sets of relatively expensive headphones. And now this one does only get used for gaming. And the other one is like my music and on the go set of headphones. Um, And yeah, if you're in that market, where you can do that or where you just give a shit about audio and stuff like that much that you're like, yeah, I want to have gaming headphones and I want to have on the go headphones. Then maybe these Sony in zone headphones might appeal to you a bit more than to us. But I definitely agree. Like no matter what headset I invest that much money in, I'm like, I don't know what if my beats broke tomorrow. It's nice that I could fall back on these ones. I want all of my headphones to be headphones. I could take with me somewhere and not be embarrassed by it. So I've never really liked headsets that just scream gamer. Same. And are just like, oh, I'm so gamer Look at all this RGB on my headset. Like, I'm like, no, that's the opposite of what I want from a headset. I just want it to look like a pair of headphones. Um, So that's, that's just me. Also, does the name of this new Sony line in not sound like, a Reebok line from 1993 or something like that's that's the vibe I get from that name it's just the like, branding
0: the, is very confusing because there's nothing else that they have that has that branding and that's yeah, like their said, new
1: line yeah I
0: know they're tra- yeah they're trying to like differentiate and they're trying to make like a gaming line specific to gamers but I'm just like Ugh. you know what it did
1: to that I noticed is I was like this speaks again to their strategy of opening up to having their games on PC so they were like, oh, yeah, we started releasing games for PC. Shit, maybe we should release some peripherals for PC, too. That was sort of the way that I viewed it. They're just like, well, look, people are buying, buying Final Fantasy 7 over there. It looks like the new Spider-Man remaster is going to sell really well on PC. People are all hype about it. God of War sold well. There's clearly a fan base for Sony on PC. Maybe they'll want Sony peripherals, too, right? There's
0: clearly a fan base for Sony, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um,
1: fan base for Sony on PC, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, for um, Sony products and games and services.
0: Yeah, maybe they're rolling all that in together. Like, I definitely we've talked about this before. Like, I feel like it's so funny because I'm so adamant that they're not going to release Bloodborne or Demon Souls on PC. Um, and then people keep being like, they're like, they just released this game on PC. So, like, they're clearly going to do it. And I'm just like, that doesn't mean anything. It's just like, Sony makes other games. Does that mean they're going to make Bloodborne 2? It's just like they're being very strategic with what games they're going to release. But yeah, they've been very successful. They're definitely going to release more games. That's why you're seeing Spider-Man come over. That's why so I do think
1: it's one of those things where they might do it eventually, right? Like in the sense that look how long it's taken for us to finally get to a point where it's now heavily rumored we might actually get a new Silent Hill project out of Konami. And I think sometimes companies like that they know they're sitting on a gold mine and I, and I think they're going to try to milk it eventually. I mean, once again like if all the rumors are still to be believed, we're finally about to get that HD remaster of Goldeneye. Look how long that came. To, oh my god, come about, just right? released so. that fucking game already.
0: <laughs> do it please like, i should be playing I.
1: that right now Hashtag i should be
0: release golden eye everybody i should be beating
1: the new golden eye before i beat the quarry so you know like <laughs> time is ticking for both of these companies i thought for, um,
0: we both thought for sure that that was going to be at the xbox event and it just wasn't and i was just kind of i was kind of bummed i was kind yeah. of really bummed that was um, like
1: my number one prediction i was like we are 100 getting the golden eye remastered everybody
0: like, nope. i have past- has I have a task for you, and it's kind of to go with what Jay Retro proposed to all of you earlier. For those of you in the chat or for those of you listening, I want you, and then even Jay Retro, go to Amazon.com right now. You have a budget of $500. Find a 144 hertz monitor that's 27 inch. Um, Find a headset And, you know, whatever you could fit within that $500 theoretical budget. And let's see who can come up with the best solution. Let's do it right now. All right. All right. Game's on. (laughs) Should we, does it have to be, do you want it to be like a 4K monitor? Or do you think we should just leave it 1440p?
1: Uh, Okay. So let's go with, so we're doing amazon.com so that we're doing US prices. Uh, We're going to go a 1080p monitor at 144 hertz okay uh, even though theirs is 244 you don't need that no one needs that so we're just gonna go one, 144 hertz it's a lot more of a realistic use case scenario for yeah, most we need to play fucking Resident cards.
0: Evil 4 okay. and not even the remake at 244 hertz like no, give me a break no.
1: Yeah. Give me a break. So let's go 1080p monitor, 144 Hertz. You need a decent gaming headset. And then as James said, whatever else you can fit in and yeah, let's go with a budget. I think 500 us dollars is fair, even though their cheapest monitor costs 599. I think restricting our budget to 500 is even funnier because it's really just going to show what a
0: better deal you can get. I remember a 27-inch monitor at the minimum. And should it be $500 before tax? I think before tax. $500 before tax. Some states don't.
1: Um, I, I like before tax as well, yeah.
0: I hope everyone's. <laughs> How are we gonna be able to see the viewers?
1: This is okay. This is what uh, they, they would have to put their answers in chat. Essentially, is the problem, right? I
0: think I have links uh, disabled. This is what we'll do. Um, do you want to make it
1: homework? Like, no. I want. I want be their, able to show purchases? right now. I want okay. to show
0: right now. Maybe tag me in a tweet or an Instagram post. <laughs> you guys are like, I'm not doing that. You can get fucked. You get fucked. You can go fuck yourself. No
1: one needs that.
0: Yeah, some of these headsets, like I really don't know who their demographic is, but I'm just like, God damn, that is an ugly ass headset. Please nobody use that headset.
1: Okay, there we go.
0: I can really hear the gears turning in Jay Retro's head right now.
1: Alright, I got my headset, got my monitor. What am I at? Three thirty-five before tax. Still got a bunch of room.
0: <laughs> Hashtag not my demographic. Mm.
1: holy cow i can't spell
0: okay i've got mine ready i'm just under the buck all right see if anyone's tag me in an in an instagram or uh a tweet (laughs) we'll see if anyone does that people are like i'm not doing that it's bullshit Did you check out the chaotic link I sent you for Tron? What did you think of that? I did not check that out. Where did you send it to me on? If you sent it in this chat, I think I have links disabled, so it might not go through on there. oh i'm
1: nine dollars and 48 cents over but i'm sticking to it anyway it's a good deal oh
0: i'm doing it from last. oh um i can't remember i think i did look at that on the show and i was just like yeah i don't know um okay let's just let's just share each other's uh i missed i missed the instructions okay so you have a theoretical because we're trying to beat out sony here you have a theoretical budget of 500 us dollars Go on Amazon.com and find a 27-inch monitor that can do 144 hertz at at least 1080p and also find a gaming headset of your choice and be under that budget of $500. You can include anything else that you want in that budget that you think would be cool and add um, bonus points, but you have $500 USD. Um, How can I get Jay Retro to share his? Can you take a screenshot and email it to me?
1: I will. Give me two seconds of seeing if I can make a slight. Uh, okay.
0: You make that slight adjustment. Sl- I will
1: adjustment to see if I can get her right under the 500 there. Cause I really like the value of what I have.
0: So I cool. will show you guys what I did. Okay. So this is my pick out right here. So I went with the LG 27 G N 800 B ultra gear gaming monitor 27 inch and it's a quad hd so it's a 1440p panel it's an ips display and it's 144 hertz refresh rate and it has nvidia g-sync um and AMD free sync so it's got both uh which uh the sony display only has uh g-sync so Sir, great monitor
1: model? By which company
0: that's lg the 27 gn 800b um, OK, that's the monitor that I went with at a cool two hundred seventy six dollars. I also went with the Steel Series Arctis Pro high fidelity gaming headset. I reviewed the Arctis 3 and the microphone was trash on it and the audio quality wasn't that great. But that headset was the comfiest fucking headset I've ever worn in my entire life. And I stand by that. <laughs> oh, I'm driving home. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I went with this headset. It's $149. So it still puts me under and a little bit of um Corkscrew here, a little bit of a little bit of stabbing here to J Retro here. I also added the quarry standard steam pc online code which was 59 dollars in my budget i promise we're working on it we'll get you your code it's it's so coming. funny
1: no it's fine I'm, I'm 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 gonna live through it and um, then right. for those of I you have met, sent you my picks uh okay great i'll
0: bring that up in a second um and then for those of you mathematicians out there you're probably like you got a few bucks that for in toronto what else you got and i thought for juicy aesthetic hot gamer girl uh vibes here energy to match your energy um i added some cactus tea light candles 12 pack for 12.99 nice all of those told me at 4.99.96
1: Wow, impressive. So I still came up slightly over budget, but I did bring it down to 96 cents over the $500, which I feel much better about than being $10 over. So 96 cents over, borrow that from your parents. You can get my setup.
0: <laughs> that from your parents. I haven't gotten your email yet. I definitely sent it to you. Uh,
1: it is in my, I replied to your original email that you sent me with the topics for today. It shows it on my screen. <laughs> don't know what to tell you champ is there not a way that i can just share my screen is that not possible i think you could
0: share your screen and then yeah share your screen
1: let's see that Uh, what you're streaming uh okay does that work there we go
0: oh what oh there we go that works It's kind of like half and half on here.
1: Super weird, though, because I did send you the email back, so I have no idea why you didn't receive it, because I just replied to your email. It's there. Um, But at any rate, if you guys can kind of see my screen, then I can go through these.
0: Oh, I know why. It's because, no, I got your thing.
1: Okay, well, let's stop doing it this way, then. This way is dumb.
0: <laughs> the reason why is because on this profile, I only have the update required email set up. Ah, uh, uh, that'll and do it. And you sent it to my personal email. I just hit reply, so I sent it to whichever one hey, it came from before. It is, is not it was, is not Jay Retro's fault. He was just hitting reply, everybody. Well,
1: Jimmy's just confusing, and he has multiple email addresses like a businessman.
0: Okay, how do we get this fucking shit out of here? There we go.
1: I was gonna say I clo <laughs> I closed it on my side. I did the stop streaming. There you go. <laughs>
0: You're like, I did my thing, okay? I I'm not I'm not trying to sound like a dick about it. I was just, about, I'm just no, communicating. That's, that's how I do. I'm just being funny. All right. Uh this window, and then I'm going to add window capture, and then
1: we are technological pros. Yo, what up, Aura? Thanks for joining. I didn't even see you down there in the chat earlier. Yeah, we talked about a ton of new games coming out for sure. It's definitely worth watching, I would say, Wara. There's some pretty cool stuff included. <laughs>
0: there's some there's some pretty good stuff, like not gonna lie. Ch-ch-ch-ch.
1: It looks like right now we just have the monitor up, from what I can see on my side.
0: Oh no, no, that's just that's still my screen. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm I'm getting yours up.
1: Uh <laughs> Hot gamer girl stuff, baby. See, that's right. just
0: like problem solving on the fly, everybody. This one we can do it. This one, and so can you, CD. figure figured out. <laughs> Go see, CD key. See how it works.
1: Where we like, we have a problem and we immediately work on a solution. That's the thing. That's a whole thing. Um, that's a
0: vibe. That's a vibe. Everybody. Yeah,
1: that's a great question in the chat though. While we while we do, while James okay, tinkers to get this work working. Yeah, what did you get with your gift card, Pear Bear? Have you bought anything yet? Waiting for Splatoon Three. I like that. Priorities. You know what you want, and you're willing to wait to get it, and I respect that. All right. So I came up at five hundred. US dollars and 97 cents for this beautiful, beautiful collage of gaming peripherals. So going from top to the bottom, you get the mouse I'm using right now while I'm talking to you, the Logitech G203 gaming mouse. Uh It's one of the more simplistic Logitech gaming mouses. I really love it. It's just got two rocker buttons on the side here mm-hmm. and that's it. You got like, you know, your mouse wheel, you got... Uh, the DPI controller here where you can alter the DPI, which I don't use much. I just kind of found a sweet spot I like. Uh, and some simple little RGB so you can get your RGB on, flex on people, what a true gamer you are (laughs) and while you're flexing what a true gamer you are, why not buy yourself a controller for what I'm assuming is a PC gaming setup here because I bought things that would go with a PC but let's just say you're not like me and you don't already have two Xbox controllers in your household and you bought a PC and it's your only platform, you you know, I always say uh, regardless of whether you want to buy an Xbox or what you think of Xbox as a brand, if you game on PC the Xbox controller is the right controller to use it's microsoft talking to microsoft they like each other uh, i used to try to use DualShock fours on pc and you have to use like various softwares to make it work and it's a nightmare most of the time uh, so i really endorse uh either a logitech controller or a microsoft controller for pc gaming and yeah it's the elite series 2 so it's even the newer elite it is refurbished but hey 135 for an elite series two controller not bad at all i was actually I'm very shocked intrigued I
0: was, that you picked that because i stumbled into it yeah. because you you have spoken so highly uh, just the the new modern series series controller that's, that's been upgraded. So I'm surprised.
1: I, you- I don't think I would buy. That's why part of my, my uh, point there was if you're not like me and you don't already have, you know, Xbox controllers in the household was sort of my scenario here. I think enough alterations were made to the series controller that to me it's not worth paying the extra money to get my hands on the Elite. Mm -hmm. And the other thing with that is that I play on PC so much and I do use mouse and keyboard controls a lot. And so for a lot of people, the other thing with the Elite would be having those back paddles and like, they just don't matter to me because if I was using those, it would probably be in a shooter. And if I'm playing a shooter, I'm probably gonna play it on PC. So that's, to me, that's why the Elite is something that like, I don't think it's a purchase I would make. But I know lots of people buy them, love them. It's a steal of a price for the Elite, and that I definitely do know. Uh, And especially for it being the Series 2 model, so I think that's pretty sick. I also selected the exact gaming headset that I'm wearing right now, but you get the wireless one, whereas I have the crappy, archaic, wired headset. Uh, I actually (laughs) like having wired stuff. fucking peasant. uh, (laughs) Like a peasant. Uh, But yeah, this is just the wireless version of the headset I'm using right now. I absolutely love it. It's easily the best Gaming headset I've ever used, and it's a good deal on it. And then we both went LG, which I find so interesting. Um, I like so LG I, monitors. I really like my LG phone, which sucks that they stopped making phones because it was the Velvet was the last phone they ever released. But part of why I went with this monitor was because I was going to go with an ASUS monitor, and there was a monitor that was actually extremely similar to the ASUS monitor that I'm currently using. Uh, but even as a guy who usually touts the idea that like. HDR isn't quite as big of a deal as people make HDR out to be. I ended up going with the LG because it had the HDR10 and the uh, Asus monitor did not. It was sort of the one spec they didn't have in common. Um, And then I also... I was like almost not gonna go for the LG still until I saw that it does have G-Sync. So they both had Mm G-Sync. I thought it was interesting the Asus one specifically marketed like 0.5 millisecond G-Sync. And I was like, I wonder if that's actually superior to the LG one or if the LG one's just not giving me that information and they're identical. Um, So I don't know what the milliseconds of this G-Sync was. But I was like, you know, other than that, like they're both 1080p, they both have 144 hertz, uh, you know, they both have G-Sync, everything was kind of the same, but this had HDR, and honestly, my favorite feature of the LG Velvet as a phone is the screen. I always yeah. say it's one it's one of the nicer screens in my house is the screen on my LG phone and I have a bunch of nice screens. So I I would be totally confident in buying an LG gaming monitor after experiencing what they've done with just like a smartphone screen. They make really nice displays.
0: Yeah, like for me personally, the HDR like HDR content looks too warm to me, but I love HDR monitors because I feel like they're mm. blacks are just like a lot better they're not quite oled black but they're like they're it's very rich and the colors are just a lot better even just when you're watching Mm -hmm. standard uh content and like a lot of the times like the hdr stuff i just turn that off and i just i like how it looks just regular but um that's funny great picks like i yeah i'm shocked that you that you picked that controller and yeah Yeah, I was just
1: thinking, like, what's another thing that, like, the average PC gamer is going to want to have in their house? And I was looking at even other bells and whistles, like, oh, like a year of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, like get some get a cheap access to a ton of games <laughs> for the year and then i was like man i just i stumbled onto that controller and i was like man at 135 us like i would borderline buy that even though i just said like i don't need it at all i have an xbox controller i really yeah. like but i was like that's just the best deal i've seen on one of those elite controllers so i was like yeah how about a controller
0: it. or how about a game that you promised your friend on their birthday like throw right. that in there. <laughs> throw that in there throw some salt in that wound yeah, that's the, fine um yeah, like I don't know, like let's to wrap it up. Sony, um all the best. Uh I you have your audience that are going to buy those peripherals and they're going to fight tooth and nail to justify their purchase. If you buy these things, don't do that. Just you bought it cuz you like it and you wanted to match your PS5 or you wanted to match whatever. That's good enough. It's your money. You spend it the way that you want. I just for the majority of people out there that are looking to get the most for their hard-earned dollar, there are other alternatives. If you got the I money agree. burning a hole in your pocket, cool, go buy that. Like just do what you want. It's your money. You that's you're right. Um but if like you have a fixed budget and you look a little bit, you can find some amazing deals like through Amazon. Like just 100% just, And then a lot of those times, too, like Jay Retro even brought up, like the renewed stuff, they still have warranties on them. And it's like if they have problems, like you could still return and get a refund, et cetera. Um
1: as long as you're making sure and this is something you can usually verify pretty easily during the purchase is like buy it directly from amazon don't buy it from like johnny random tech company that's refurbishing things and then just putting them on amazon marketplace make sure you're buying it from amazon but yeah it's my stepdad bought a refurbished iphone xr like six or eight months ago because he dropped his old phone off a boat and asked me what phone to buy and i was like you're an iphone guy right and he was like yeah and i was like what do you have last and he was like I don't know, like a seven plus. Or I was like, get an XR. It'll blow your mind. Uh, it'll be right in your budget. And he loves that phone. And yeah, there's. That, I think a lot of times people look at refurbished as like a dangerous word like they're like, oh, that means it's a piece of crap and it's going to break again a month after I got it. And the only scenario in which that seems to be true was when they kept refurbishing my Xbox 360. (laughs) Uh, But I'm pretty sure with every other piece of technology, like they're pretty good at figuring out what the problem was and then actually solving it. So then by the time they send it to you, you're just getting a really good deal on something that is being put back together by a professional in good working conditions. So like refurbish it up, dogs.
0: I feel like at the end of that run of the uh, the Red Ring of Death, uh, Microsoft was just receiving those broken Xboxes and they would just like take it out of the shipping box that it came in and then put it in yeah. the box next to it and then take that Xbox and put it back. I'm like, send it back. <laughs>
1: yeah, so let's send the, the different Xboxes all over the world, see if he has better luck with this one. Um, it it like pissed what- me off so much, man. Like, holy cow. I like
0: what Warwana said in the comments here. Uh, Warwana is one of our commenters, one of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> like, Because we were just going on, like, if it's just a mom and pop shop, like, don't trust that shit. And then he goes, but also support small businesses. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Yeah, just don't support uh, small businesses when it comes to refurbished tech, I guess. Like, I would would go to a a repair store in town, like a local repair store, to fix my phone for me. But I wouldn't buy a refurbished device from them unless they were going to give me some sort of a warranty or something on it, right? Like, just don't buy any technology from someone that's not going to give you a warranty if you're concerned it might break.
0: So that's okay. That's a topic that I think is actually interesting because I actually want to get some stuff for my PC uh, because I'm already running out of hard drive storage. Um, And there is a local place in town that sells PC parts, but I know they're going to be like, like you could just go on Amazon and then just get like a way better deal but like again i'm not supporting somebody that's local that's just tr- trying to make an honest living and i'm like do i d- do i do the, the the kind deed of supporting a local business by spending the extra money what are your guys' thoughts
1: yeah that's a, that's a good question man like i think i I constantly, especially in today's economy, make selfish decisions. And I don't give a shit. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I will buy things from Amazon or Walmart if they're cheaper. Even though I don't necessarily like that I'm supporting these giant evil corporations. And you could be like, well, you're just contributing to the problem that has you so poor. And I'm like, that's fair. But I'm poor now. And, like, if I can get more stuff for less money now... I'm gonna do that, and so yeah, like I don't, I don't care that going to the mom and pop grocery store to buy my vegetables like keeps the money in the the economy of this. I don't, I don't care. I'm poor, and I want the vegetables at the cheapest price I can get. The vegetables, like that's what it's gonna come down to. Um, but that's just me, and like I honestly. I totally get that in some ways that makes me a bad person. And I'm just, I'm okay with laying with that one on my death grave. Cause I also think that you just like you, you gotta live in reality guys. And like with the, the recession hitting hard and everything, I don't think it's time to be playing like the morality card when it yeah. comes to people trying to save themselves a couple of bucks here and there. You that
0: know? too. And like also to put the onus on the consumer itself, when we are the ones just getting as mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia would say blasted in the ass um constantly i don't think that's fair um i I really do i really do feel bad for like the mom and pop shops though it's just like uh, I i feel terrible
1: for it and i hate it every time i see like small restaurants shut down and then like people just go to the big box ones and stuff restaurants are one area where i do try to support local and i try to that eat at these easier, like little like i yeah. want some good
0: food and, and their prices are usually good like you know they times, have good
1: food in a lot of them for sure
0: you know times are tough when mcdonald's dollar drink days aren't a dollar anymore and they're like it's like a dollar fifty now and it's just like wow mcdonald's putting the squeeze on everybody brutal
1: i watched a great video the other day on how mcdonald's uh essentially does really well during recessions because it's what people buy for comfort food and it's cheap and so when when times are good and people are doing well and we have money we don't statistically go to mcdonald's uh and then when the economy crashes they always start making more money and opening up more locations again and stuff it's crazy it's like their I whole business it. model takes advantage of poor people and depressed people and so the more you can keep society poor and depressed the fuller the mcdonald's drive through will always be totally uh it's it for coffee because yeah.
0: it's cheap and when i don't make my cold brew I'll like i gotta go quickly go there and then the lineup is like around the corner and you're just like it's holy popping
1: shit. off right now yeah, yeah. like
0: holy shit um okay so uh one of our uh commenters one of our viewers has asked the question the swordman me too War, what, what by were your the thoughts way. on dnf duel um i don't play fighters anymore so like i'm looking at this game and i'm just like cool like another
1: Uh, Okay, yeah. So I didn't see the original comment about. I guess I just missed the DNF duel part. I was going to ask because I just saw Serpent's comment, be like, "I think it looks cool for a fighting game," and I was like, "What game?
0: What are we we talking about?" What are we talking about? Um, yeah. Like again, the backlog is getting like so super derpy long for me. Like I'm just like (laughs) super derpy long. I'm just like I like I feel like I'm already doing an incredible. Like I hate to pat myself on the back, but I feel like I'm doing an incredible job, everybody. Like I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Like the amount of games that I've played this year already is pretty staggering. Um, I don't know. Again, like for me, I'm just like, cool. Like what's the unique feature of it? It's pretty recent. So I thought it was something to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of hard. Like I wish we did have somebody that we could have on the podcast, maybe as a guest, who was more into the fighting games or like games that Jay retro and I are not into.
1: I always think it'd be cool to bring in specialists on stuff. We don't play. I like 2d fighters quite a bit. And like, I have the Neo geo mini and stuff. And like, there's like freaking 50 2 d fighters on that thing alone. So I definitely do dig into 2d fighters, but when I do, it's usually retro ones for sure. Same for me. It's um, Mortal
0: Kombat. One, two, I'm a big three. fan of
1: Mark of the wolves, uh, like guru Mark of the wolves on Neo geo quite a lot. Uh, I like a lot of the King of Fighters games quite a bit. King of Fighters 98 in particular kind of has my heart. And then obviously Street Fighter. And yeah, like when I see these sorts of games, I'm always like sick. I love that this genre is still alive, but then I never go out and play them. I always just end up going back to the classics, you know. Um, It's funny. It makes me think of this conversation I had with my buddy Dave the other day where we were talking about the new Megadeth album coming out. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but with certain bands... And Megadeth is one of them. And Iron Maiden is another one. Every time they come up with an album, I'm like, oh, sick, new Iron Maiden or new Megadeth. And I listen to it for like a week. And then I never listen to it again. And I just put on like Rust in Peace or, you know, uh, Killers by Iron Maiden or like, you know, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. So I go back to the classics and I'm happy that there's still a band and I'm happy that they're still putting out music. But a lot of their new material just feels very samey to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the issue I have with these retro 2D fighters a lot of the time is that I'm like, oh man, this is sick because it's just like Street Fighter 2 or whatever. And then I'm like, wait a second, why am I not just playing Street Fighter 2? Like if, if all that I like about it is that it reminds me of these old games, like the old games are still there. I can just play them. So it's interesting. I think the reason uh, the new Turtles game d- is doing so well, like for me, is because it does a great job of sticking to the script but adding something new. Right. So I'm always curious to see, like, how do you tweak the gameplay loop just enough that it doesn't just feel like another 2D fighter? Right. Um, Like when, when King of Fighters started bringing in, you know, tag teams into 2D fighting games like that, you know, Marvel versus Capcom, those sorts of games are examples of when I was like, oh, this feels fresh. Like it's not quite the normal 2D fighter formula that you're used to. Right. So I think in order for me to really have some attraction to want to go play that game. I'd be interested to learn more about the mechanics, but I think it, it either needs to be like the best 2d fighter ever made, or it (laughs) needs to be doing something new basically. Right. Well, Just, just,
0: just be there for me personally. What turns me off about fighting games is just, I feel like the bar is so high with online play that like, I will never be able to achieve a level to where I could last a match like Mm when i get somebody online like i just feel like i'll go in and i won't even land a hit because i'll just have my fucking ass handed to me so hard that whatever system that i'm playing on shuts itself off and lists itself on ebay like i had a
1: really interesting experience a couple months ago because i feel that way with 90 percent of fighting games and especially 2d fighting games Where even if I'm decent at it, uh, for for my standards, I'm definitely nowhere near good enough online. And online always is sort of that wake-up call to whether or not you're actually good at a video game, right? Like, I think I'm good at Mario Kart. I'm really good at Mario Kart against every single human being I've ever played Mario Kart against in person. Mm -hmm. I get raped online in Mario Kart 8. Like, just dragged across the hot coals. By children with way more free time than i have yeah but you know if any of my friends come over or like any of my girlfriends that have ever been like i'm so good at mario kart and i'm like you're about to get destroyed i i destroy them but online the competition is thick but i had an interesting experience a little while ago with virtua fighter 5 on ps4 so it was like a free game for playstation plus one month and i was like oh I love Virtua Fighter. I played this shit out of the first two games in the arcade. Let's go. So I download it for shits and giggles. I start playing the single player for a while. And I was, you know, killing it in single player mode of Virtua Fighter, having a lot of fun. But I wasn't stupid enough to get cocky because I was like, watch this. I'm going to go online and I'm going to get my shit kicked in. <laughs> Expectations uh, tempered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and quite the opposite happened and i was just like rocking people in Virtua fighter all afternoon and i was like what is happening am i am i actually good at a fighting game like this is insane uh that's pretty much the only time it's ever happened to me with a fighting game though so i'm and i'm better at Virtua fighter 5 for some reason than i ever was at any of the old Virtua fighters something about that game just clicked yeah. uh but it's rare and yeah i'm I, as a rule Way better at 3D fighters than I am at 2D fighters. And I think that's because 2D fighters are often so reliant on special moves. So it's all about memorizing all of the quarter circle forward, quarter circle back, tap, 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 all that sort of shit. And I liked playing shit like Tekken or like Dead or Alive, mm-hmm. where it was more about just like, Timing your normal strikes and maybe hitting block or counter at the right time, but I didn't have to memorize like 7,000 different special moves for each individual character, or right? Like, like frame I
0: frame perfect counters so, like, the person isn't like corner you and then like kick you in the air and then you never hit the ground again because they're just comboing yeah. you to death. And you're,
1: and like, I have so much respect for that shit. Like, when oh, you yeah. watch you're the like- clips online of people playing like Street Fighter 2 tournaments and stuff, I'm like, this is some of the most impressive hand eye accords. Coordination, like pure gaming talent I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but I'll never be that dedicated to the genre. I like playing other games way too much.
0: Yeah, like that was my kind of first games with like the uh, like first Mortal Kombat's, and I feel like I really liked those. But then when I got into like RPGs and like Met and then like Super Metroid and shit, like that's I branched out like in that direction, and I haven't really gone back um but yeah it looks cool i agree that's the thing when you're like when you're in i guess we're gaming journalists i don't know we're gaming podcasters we're gaming content creators i feel like we're gaming journalists that's the thing because we have our niche taste j retro and myself and that's why i never trust reviewers that seem to like everything and you're just like oh 100 yeah and you're like how do you like everything and then you also understand that oh they didn't actually play the game they have other writers who play the game and then they write the review and they're just reading it off and i'm like fair because there's no way a human being could play all those games but still like i don't want to hear from you i want to hear from the person that played the game it's funny you mentioning it today because that was
1: uh i took a lot of that away from the tone of the nintendo mini direct and like i said earlier i thought it was a good mini direct they had a lot of cool reveals um but you know, like it's a marketing thing. It's not mm. a review. You know, these are advertisements essentially, and that really shines through in the very family-friendly way in which Mar—I uh, was about to be—In which Mario likes to communicate, which Nintendo likes to communicate to its fan base, right? So it's like, look out this summer for the new exciting Dragon's Quest game. Yeah. It's going to be so much. Fun. and like that was totally the tone of like every time they had a voiceover right it was clearly somebody reading off a script they've never touched or played this video game in their entire life they're just like a voice actor person who's there and they're there to just be like the new mario and rabbits it's got super rabbit fun times that are gonna make you have a great time with your family and it's gonna yeah. be the greatest thing that ever happened and i don't know maybe it will be maybe it'll be a sweet game um, but it's just one of those reasons. Whenever you're watching, like, and it's not exclusive to Nintendo; they just lay it on way more thick because they have that kid-friendly vibe. But it's the same whenever you watch, like, the Xbox showcase or the PlayStation showcase. They're gonna talk about every single game coming to their platform, like it's the coolest goddamn thing since ray tracing got invented. Basically, yeah. right? We have like, the that's...
0: fucking rock come in and talk about uh, Black Adam and then his gym. And then his energy drink. And you're just like, sweet. You're like, fuck yeah. That gets me jacked in tan on gaming. And yeah, I just like, I want to say I really, I really disrespect. I really don't respect at all. I have the lowest level of respect. for. He doesn't indiv-
1: respect it, guys.
0: Yeah. For individuals that do the whole, hey guys, we should just appreciate gaming everybody like we should just love gaming and just like appreciate that we live in an age where we get to game i get that but you can subjectively say that you think a game is dog shit or like you think yeah you, like you don't like a game i that's a terrible argument. That's yeah. like
1: we should just appreciate that music exists. It's like no, I'm allowed to think that like Metallica's '90s album sucked or whatever, right? Like I'm allowed yeah. to have opinions on what I do or don't like in an art form. Yeah, uh, I like film as an art form. Am I not, I'm not allowed to think a movie I watched on Netflix was a bad movie? Like I just think that's such a weird argument.
0: But at the same time, when I say a thing like I. Dislike the Kenobi series, I feel like it ruined the character for me. When Jay Retro says, I actually liked it and I'm I I'm enjoying it so far, I can't say to Jay Retro, you're wrong and you're stupid for saying that because he's sharing his opinion and I'm sharing my opinion. We're not sharing facts. So that, that's the thing that people need to adjust in... Their verbiage, I would say, but I just really fucking dislike people on Twitter or on the internet that are just like, whenever you make like a like an opinion on something that you don't like, they're just like, "Mm, I disagree. Like, I think we should just be appreciative of gaming and like what a great age that we live in. It's just like, fuck you, that game sucked. Diablo Immortal is a piece of dog shit. And you fucking know it. And it's like, don't give me that. Lord.
1: So Well, thanks, thanks to Pear Bear for saying that. That this is why our perspective is important. Um, I I'd like to think it is important, right? That that people speak up, like you said, and give their honest takes on things, uh, and and be honest with themselves about what they like and do like or don't enjoy. Like especially like it's it's one thing ign like we said earlier like they're getting paid off by every company and developer under the freaking world to, to plug everything like it's the latest greatest to the point where they'll tell you a 899 dollar monitor is affordable to yeah. get into 4k high refresh gaming uh that was the answer by the way to the pop quiz earlier guys the more expensive one costs 899 for 4k at that's 140 that's affordable birds. you peasants
0: so that's yeah. affordable it's just if you can't afford that
1: basically you're doing you know something. if you don't have a grand you know after tax just a kicking cool around <laughs> you kicking yeah. in your pocket that you can just sneeze up for a new gaming monitor well then you're filth to sony and yeah. ign clearly right like a cool thousand yeah, I mean,
0: dollars in the world's finest currency the u.s dollar like if you that's like, right if yeah. you don't have that to shit out like yeah like why are you living i don't even know um yeah, the, like, the artisan pizza
1: of currency, the United States store. I
0: think it's the same with anything. Um, there's kind of like a sweet spot with the size and popularity that you can get to before you get to this point where like you have to endlessly shill because you've got people on payroll that you have to be able to provide for. So when you're uh, a sizable company like IGN, like you got staff that are running the website that are running the, the articles that are writing, that are doing the research, all of these cogs uh, in the system here, so, if you don't keep your advertisers happy, they won't shell out the money and then you can't pay your people. So, that's why you get all these shitty opinions and they're just like, this was great. This is great. This is awesome. Da, 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 da. And then, like, two weeks later, they'll put out an article that's just like, this uh, brought up more problems than it did solutions. And it's like, well, why where were you two weeks ago? Why weren't you saying that two weeks ago? Or, mm-hmm. like, shit like that. Uh, the biggest example was, um, I think it was with the Starfield thing. When people were expecting Starfield to come out, uh, was it November or October of this year? And then uh, the the delay announcement came out, and then it was like, oh, yeah, there was rumors of people in-house being like, there's no way it's going to meet that. And then a lot of like the insider started saying that. I'm like, well, then what, where were your articles about this? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how come, how come we're just hearing about this now? It's a, If you've known this. I mean, Intriguing. You've been, you've been hearing this for a while. Yeah, Eleven, eleven, twenty-two. 22 So, yeah, time for OnlyFans.
1: That's, that's what I was laughing at earlier in paragraph for sure. It's like, IGN's like, oh, this is affordable. And any normal human being is like, oh, I guess I'm going to sell myself. Because it's like, that's what they consider to be affordable. It's yeah, insane.
0: Better start hooking. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, It's just... Like just come out and say it, and I, I get it. You got you've got sponsors that you got to worry about, and that's what I kind of like about. And I'm not trying to justify our huge 31 subscriber fan base. We love you all, um, massive. Thank you guys. But I do love being at this small like to be truthfully honest with all of you when you're under like a hundred thousand subs you're kind of like in this small youtuber space and i kind of like being at the level hey i'd love to be bigger than that but like i like being at that level because you could share your true honest opinions you don't really have to answer into anybody sure you're gonna you're gonna close a lot of doors and you're not gonna get offers for like advertisements or sponsors or things like that but you'll feel better because you're not shilling shit that you know sucks um,
1: yeah, I think it's it's important to be honest with your art, whatever that might be. And I think your intention should be, like, if I get really successful off of speaking my truth, awesome. But I don't want to have to, like, alter my truth to get successful. Like, if, if you really care about putting your message out there, right? If you're okay with taking a bigger paycheck to like put out whatever message they want to put out, then like, cool, good. There's a lot of jobs where that apparently works really well. Like go apply at IGN. That's sick. You'll crush it. You'll crush it almost anywhere. You'll do amazing. Yes. Uh, The corporate world will love you. But yeah, it's like, I already have to, you know, put forth a company's message at my actual day job. Like when I'm doing this, I want to talk about Jay's opinion or whatever, right? Like I want to share my honest take on games with people. Um, and I think it's interesting, like you said earlier. Like I, I made a joke earlier that I hated you for not liking Obi Wan. I was joking, um, but yeah, I do think people get very defensive about those sorts of topics, right? Because like these fandoms, you know, whether it's Star Wars, Halo, whatever it is that you care a lot about, Batman, uh, people get really worked up over them because they mean a lot to them and they've been invested in them for their whole lives. But like, don't allow your passion for The subject matter to override your logic uh, about the fact that what's actually going on, as James said earlier, is just two people sharing their individual takes on something. And like neither of you is right and neither of you needs to be right because all art is subjective and that's the whole point, right? That we can all go sit in the same movie theater, walk out, take entirely different things from the movie, like it, dislike it, think it meant something different than what the other person thinks it means. And no one's right. You know, uh, it's just what you took away from that piece of art. And I think there's opinions the same with, same with games.
0: And there's facts. And it's like, when you don't have a fact to lay back on, you're just expressing your opinion. And it's okay for someone to be like, I don't agree with your opinion. Um, What I will say, though, is I will always try to be better and say that if I do dislike something, I'm not going to be like, that's dog shit, and then just leave it at that. I probably will say that, but I will usually follow that up with the thing that makes me think that it's dog shit. And A big one one for me was, like, shitting on Ghost of Tsushima, because, like, as a PlayStation fan, that's, like, suicide, and it pretty much was, like... Uh, there's no way Sony's ever gonna reach out to me on my other channel uh, for like any sort of partnership because I've shit on that game so hard and like if I was looking out for uh, like my AdSense are just like uh, career uh, in Impossible the possible
1: sponsorships. What yeah, have you, yeah, I
0: would definitely just like be like. No, it's a game I haven't played yet. That's all I have to say about it. You see so
1: much of that from the, you know, ones with the Sony ponies or the Xbox on either side. It seems to be a little bit worse on the Sony side, but definitely you see a lot of this, this, uh, like whatever the company I am, I'm cheering for puts out is amazing. It's like, no, like you can, you can not like a game Sony puts out and still be a PlayStation fan. You can not yeah. like something Xbox still puts out and still be like a fan of their brand overall and like playing your video games on an Xbox. But you don't have to just like bow down at the altar of Microsoft every time they drop something, you know, or same with Sony or same with Nintendo or anybody like ha- have an opinion. But uh yeah, that's. That's it for me on that topic. Jesus. But like, yeah. I I appreciate that you guys take something from it anyway and that you don't think that we're just trying to shit on things. We are trying to be constructive, although sometimes we don't have very much to offer
0: other than, hey, not my demographic. But that's okay. That's me being polite, by the way. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's like that's like me being like, step back a second and just realize that there's people out there that i i'm proud of myself i'm gonna pat myself in the back because i wanted to go on twitter and do another shit fest of ghost of tashima because i see a lot of people playing it now that the playstation plus premium service is available everywhere and that's one of the games that you get for uh to play for free as part of that service and i'm still just like in my opinion i'm like there's way too many fucking cutscenes. like the the gameplay isn't that great it's a movie that you're watching and like for a lot of people i'm just like how is that like? How are you not able to see past like the facade of like like the cool cutscene, and then that's really all you're looking at? But again, I was just, I was I stepped back for a second. I was like, you know what? There is a whole generation of gamers that that's what they're into gaming for. They're into it for the cinematic experience, and that game probably hits everything that they want in a game. Like they're probably into the like the samurai. uh uh, japan aesthetic like they're probably super into the cinematics and like all the cutscenes and like the like the character development it's probably hitting it for them all and then i deleted everything i was going to write in that tweet and then i just put uh i was going to shit on this person who was like i'm having a good like they're like i'm picking up my horse and i'm like which horse did you pick out did you pick out uh deluxe edition dlc because that was one of the names of the horses i'm like what a fucking like you couldn't even come up with the name for the deluxe edition horse that you have to pay extra for but i stopped myself and i was like you know what a lot of people have really enjoyed that game and i hope you get the most out of your experience with this game so have fun playing it and then i just
1: and that's the right thing to say um and i think uh, you know to to tie into that as well though like i think like you're under no obligation to like a game and if you don't like a game like i actually freaking hate that when like you try something and you're like yeah it wasn't for me and people are like go back and give it another shot like it's so good like you just need to get a little further you just need to do this you just need to do that and it's like no just like let me have my own take i didn't like the game I like other games. I'm going to go play those ones. Yeah. The ones that I like. And that's, that's not fine. Fair.
0: You didn't even beat the game. And you're like, no, yeah. I, I played a few yeah. hours of it. I played,
1: played enough of it to know that I'm personally not having a ton of fun here. Right. And yeah, it's crazy how often people are like, oh, no, it's worth sticking with it, man, or, like, just push through, and it's like, maybe you just really liked it, and I didn't, and why is that an issue? Yeah. And, like, why does that hurt your enjoyment of your favorite game, right? <laughs> like, if somebody's like, yeah, Jay, I played The Witcher 3, I didn't really like it, I'm not gonna go throw my two copies of The Witcher 3 in the garbage and be like, ah... Oh. It's my or friends as, don't like it. I was more
0: one says in the comments. It's great 8 hours in. I just want to bring up a, a second here, one yeah. of our commenters, uh the Swordman, uh our our frequent flyer here sorry if my dnf dual subject was taken as a statement on gaming opinions i just wanted to bring up a uh, recent news and events that is not at all no. how i took it oh
1: no yeah cool. that's not I, where I, this conversation I, came from at yeah. all sort of it i
0: i took it as exactly that you were just throwing us a bone with recent uh yeah i thought news you were just
1: telling us a cool game that looked cool on that a was subject all that, that we as. don't really yeah. cover
0: because we don't play fighting games so you're good you're good bro uh yeah 100 yeah, that's isn't that funny the world of perception like how you could perceive something a certain way and that's completely not at all what's happening, but in your own head, you'll just concoct a scenario that's just not true. I do that all the time. so i relate
1: I that constantly so i relate to it big time but yeah no definitely like i was just like uh, i was actually glad you brought that game up because it looked like something i might want to check out this is um, a last note that i sure. want to bring
0: up on the subject and then it's done and then it's done um there are motherfuckers out there that are saying this is like a game of the year game fucking cane of bridge of spirits and it's like Fuck you, Sony ponies. I used to be a Sony pony. I still love my PS5. This game was fucking stupid. It was garbage. It's a great looking game. It should have been uh a 3D animated movie, and it was trying to be, and they half retrofitted it into a shitty game, and that's what they did. Fuck you, fight me in the comments. Um that's all you're I said about that. You're done. You're, you're done. done. You're done. Turn on ray tracing, you're done. Like <laughs> any game that you have that isn't ray tracing uninstall uninstall it and then uninstall your life while you're at it
1: this is my final note on this because i just want to touch one more time back to war's comment about it's great eight hours in i hate that argument with anything whether it's a tv show whether it's a book whether it's a video this idea that i should have to persevere through like eight hours of shit that I don't enjoy at all to get to something I do enjoy. I'm like, no, you know what? There's a bunch of shows and games and stuff that are good at the beginning. And then yeah. just keep they just keep being good the whole time. And that's what I want. I want to be good the whole time. I don't want to have to suffer through a shitty introduction to the game or a shitty first five episodes of the season or whatever it is to get to the payoff. That's... My time is too valuable to me when there are literally a million other pieces of entertainment that are just good the whole way through that I can go play. When you're
0: fucking (laughs) balling, when you're fucking balling as hard as we are, when you're just flossing from head to toe in ice, 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 baby. Okay, you got other shit to do. Okay, I can't spend eight hours on a. Dog shit game. I can't waste three episodes of time on some fucking shitty show that ruined characters for me. I don't care what anyone else's opinion. Is. We got you other shit that. to do, okay? Halo TV show. You,
1: hear, you sucked the whole time. That's the problem. And I, I, I Yeah, the Halo show. That's what I was talking about. It's abysmal. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you're allowed to have your own take. On oh, the Halo show. That. Or whatever it may be. You know? I and I, endu- I endorse you having your take.
0: Yes, Queen. And I'm right behind yes, you, queen. queen, on your opinions as well. They may be different from mine, but you know what? You know what the you know what make you need all types of fruit to make fruit cup. I don't know. That's
1: right. <laughs> that's right. You need all types of queens to run the kingdom. Yeah. And uh you gotta have your own opinions, girl. Uh that's I think that's is that all we have? That's I think, all I, feel I have. Like that's is all is we there have. Anything else that you want to bring up
0: before we uh, wrap
1: this tortilla up? I just want to send a personal message to CD keys. Uh, <laughs> provide us a resolution. No, I'm kidding. I'm not trying to lay the gears. CD on anybody. keys. We got.
0: We're gonna give you one at more
1: least, week. At least they got back to us. To be honest, like I've had tons of situations where like you don't even get a response. So although they have been taking time, they've been you know keeping the communication train at, running. At least that so.
0: is very fair uh to be on truthful they replied to us within an hour like yeah and then it was at the end of the podcast so it was that night and i i was like they should be fucking closed um and i thought i was being super fucking hot gamer girl when i sent them the reply with the information that they asked for and i took the ticket number that they supplied us and i put it in the subject line of the email and yeah. I bet you that fucked with like the response or the th- or the. Uh, that's thread.
1: probably exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So so we're partially to blame for the delay. I feel like is I'm to blame. Saying. Okay. And
0: then yeah. like because like a day or so went by and I didn't get a reply. I'm like that's weird. Like they were so quick to reply. Like what's up? And then I was like okay, I'm gonna send a new ticket and not do that stupid thing they did. And they've been quick to respond. Like ever since they've been like yeah, 100%. yeah we're looking at this. Hey, we had to escalate this. Like hey, this is yep. like you'll hear from us in this amount of time. So. I'm confident that we will get Jay retro. Uh, I'm as with as you. The,
1: the the people at key seem to be being real good about the whole thing. And as I've said uh, earlier in the stream as well, we did get a bunch of other codes in them that have worked flawlessly. So it's a one time hiccup as far as we can tell. Uh, but yeah, as as Pear Bear said, ain't nobody got time for that. So I'm I'm excited for when I do get my hands on the quarry. I'm definitely going to be doing uh, some gameplay. Videos of that one. You guys can watch me get spooked. I'm excited to get spooked. And that's all I got. That's all I got this week, man. All right. Follow me on Instagram at Jfree86.
0: Yeah. Follow Boy. us on our social medias if you haven't already. So Instagram is at Jfree86. So no underscores. Uh for me, it's at Fornitron. And then also follow me on Twitter at Fornatron. Jay retro does not have Twitter at the moment. So just follow him on Instagram.
1: That might change again soon, but I've, I've been on a Twitter hiatus.
0: That might change, everybody.
1: That might, you know, you might, you might tune in next week. Your boy might have a Twitter future's, again. Future's I don't know.
0: Long, everybody.
1: Yeah. Um, anything could happen. What's going on with you this week? You got a new video coming out or anything?
0: I just launched a new video today. Uh, and it's about the confirming of like what the next From Software game is. Go check it out on my channel. Um, I, will. I will say to everybody, I know I've taken uh, sorry I missed the start. It's fine. Like people have lives. You're all amazing. <laughs> I so, take a second to thank our audience. Please. Your hardcore.
1: If you tune in for ten minutes, or you tune in for the whole thing, we appreciate you being here. Seriously, it's cool. You were you were doing stuff.
0: Yeah, you you make you make this show just like worth doing. Like we're just like one hundred percent. It's fun I really to want to do. thank
1: all of you for the extra participation in chat the last few uh, podcasts. I thought it just made this whole thing a lot more of a laugh riot for me. So thank you guys for for that.
0: Yeah, it just it just makes like. We, we did this and we knew that we were going to just like eat dick for quite a bit of time, but like, it was still fun, but like, just like ever since you guys started showing up consistently, like it just makes like, we get stoked to fucking like, just do random shit on the show. And we're just like super pumped, um, yeah, 100%. but yeah, the next thing that I wanted to say is I know that I've been kind of MIA for a bit. It's summer. It's nice out. And I've just been like trying to go outside and not look like I'm a fucking like albino patient. I don't know. How
1: how dare you try to build healthy lifestyle habits instead of just creating content and playing video games? Like, (laughs) what is wrong with you? Next thing you're going to tell me, you're drinking water on a regular basis. What? I have a a glass of water. Sleep each night. Oh, my God. I can't. I'm leaving. We're so unlegit.
0: We're done. Uh, We're done, but I will be finishing the rest of Final Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate on PS5 this, upco- this upcoming weekend. Yes, this upcoming weekend. I will be live streaming that, and then I got a huge backlog to get through. We still got to play Nier Automata. We still got to play Metal Gear Rising. We still got to play Code Vein. I got fucking too many games, everybody. We got to get through these, but um, yeah, and J Retro and I as the podcast gets bigger we are going to work towards doing more giveaways just more fun stuff to appreciate our audience Uh, more on that Uh, but yeah just make sure that you're coming in every Tuesday 7 p.m. PST if you're listening on Spotify or another one of the podcast services thank you so much and check us out live 100% thanks guys all right really fun one this week yeah we're out of here just do us one last favor Have yourselves a great day.
1: And turn your ray tracing off.
0: (laughs) Bob (laughs) (laughs) Louie.